Beautiful people of the internet, welcome to the BRB AFK podcast. I am your humble producer, Boston. Joining us here in the Icon Studios, as always, is the time being, Scott. We elves try to stick to the four main food groups. Candy, candy canes, candy corns, and syrup. Candy corn. Mm, candy corn. Gross. Candy corn. Uh, speaking of candy mm, corn, um, no. also. Oh, how dare you, sir? Oh, that might be the worst segue <laughs> ever for Ryan. And I was going to say, man, you did this all in one take. You're going to you're going to you're going to lie to the public. Yes. Uh, welcome, as always, our host, Ryan Shipley. Thank you. And it's awesome that you started with the song, uh, David Duchovny, Why Don't You Love Me? Oh, well, yes, of course yes. I did. <laughs> yes. Yes. We all knew the... that. <laughs> yes. Uh, you oh, don't man, I can't anymore, remember who was that. I, yeah. Who is that? Now is that by David Duchovny or is that? No, it's a, it's by a girl. By uh, really, it's a great song. Is it a? Uh, is it up there with uh, "Fuck Me, Ray, Bad- Ray Bradbury"? It's by Bree Sharp. Ah, if Maybe. you get a chance, yeah. uh, if you get a chance, Rachel Bloom, "Fuck Me, Ray Bradbury." Solid. Oh, How Rachel Blue that used to so, uh, uh, have the uh, the show on CW. What What was the name of the show? Uh, Ex Crazy Girlfriend. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. So, uh, so fun fact. Uh, yeah. There is uh, for, for a while there when it was getting big. Yeah. There was a weird thing that was happening. Well, not really that weird if you think about it. Uh, where if you asked a man what the name of that show was, mm-hmm. they would lead in with my crazy ex girlfriend. Oh, really? Oh, okay. But the show is called Crazy Ex Girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh, okay. They just noticed that like every man they asked about it was like, oh yeah, my crazy ex girlfriend. They're like, uh, why, are you, <laughs> why are you making it so possessive there, buddy? <laughs> I think if that show came like a few years later. It would have been big with TikTokers. Yeah, yeah. No, it definitely, especially with the way the way they did this, the the bite sized songs in the series. Yep. Yeah, yeah. No, Ra- Rachel Bloom before she did that show, uh, she was on she was on YouTube doing a bunch of uh, different dumb videos and stuff. And she, hands down, some of my favorite stuff that I've ever heard. Mm. Uh, Fuck me, Ray Bradbury. Uh, I used to be a mermaid, and now I'm a rock star. Uh, I steal pets. Oh my god! <laughs> I steal pets is one of the most is the darkest fun song I've ever listened to in my life. Yeah, because it's literally like about this girl getting picked on in high school, and now I don't think I, it did not age well because there were there's a few <laughs> there's a few terms that didn't age well in the song, but uh, definitely hearing hearing you be like. You know, like yeah, they, they they pick on me, they're mean to me, and everything. But I'm hiding all of their pets in a shed. <laughs> oh, damn. And then like goes through this whole like, I steal pets from the popular people and dress the pets up like the popular people. I steal pets from the popular people and hide them in a shed. There are been it's some just... like uh like uh I can't think of the actress's name, but from Kimmy Schmidt. Yes. Her first uh, video yep. was the one where it was the worst blowjob ever. Oh. Where she's got like these braces. She goes, oh my yeah, god! Is... I'm gonna uh, rub my braces all over your penis. Oh my god! That was her. That was her. Uh, How dry do you want it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my um, god! And then recently, the actress that uh, stars in and created Abbott Elementary yeah. used to do content for BuzzFeed. Really? Yep. Hell and now, yeah! And now she's got a show that's going going into its third season, and wow. she's won like best actress best actress in a comedy. Yeah. You know, speaking of best actress in a comedy. Don't we have somebody else with us tonight? Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I did not... Uh, I did wear my nicest dress. <laughs> oh, hi. Yes, you did. So, welcome to the show. Uh, in, the, in the studio, uh, the, the, the head of Icon Studio and our, uh, our, our happy editor this, 
for these last few episodes. Uh, Mike, Mike D, hi. Uh, thank welcome, you. welcome. You said it correctly every time. See, it's starting to stick. I knew it. Nice. Iconic. Oh, damn it. <laughs> You're so close, yeah. man. I will get it. Uh, I'm so sorry. I, I was, I was, I'm so sorry. Because the last, the last few times, you got everything rolling and then like vanished. And there was that little brief of like, why is he still here? <laughs> yeah. is he still in the, fuck, yeah. I missed that. I missed that memo. Yeah. I'm a piece of shit. Oh, All it's right. hysterical. Because usually what happens is he starts it rolling. He makes sure everything is sounding good. Yep. And then Mike goes into another room to play PlayStation 5 mm. until, mm-hmm. until we As finish. As one should do. Uh, but he's a guest this week. Yes. 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 Um, a microphone and everything. Yeah. And I can tell you, I am getting addicted to actually recording live. Oh, I don't... Because... Because I like being in the studio with people. There's a different different vibe to it. It's it's it's, it's there, really cool to be. In there's the a different vibe. I can I can actually see if I'm about to talk over anybody. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So I can do yes. that less often. Yeah. Um. The 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 live editing and live uh, adjustment is is nice. My 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 biggest thing is that while I love Zencaster, I had a lot of fun with it doing the DND podcast and some other things that we recorded. Um, I I just love the fact that I I I don't have to listen to you like. Just ha- it's the most heartbreaking <laughs> thing whenever your mic isn't working or not oh, connected, yeah. your headphones but, aren't working. Yeah, and I'm just like, because I can't, I can't like go fix it for you. Like I feel no, so, no, because we're so I'm, far I'm so away. Helpless. Yeah, I feel so helpless. Um, it's gotten fun. to the point for me though, yeah. where if it doesn't happen, I'm worried that we're gonna have a shitty episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like because it's, it's happened so much, it's like it's almost yeah. like we have to have it happen. Yeah, so it's like it's like a good luck for us yeah. now. Think of that, Bill O'Reilly. Fuck it, we'll do it. We'll do it live. Oh, um, yeah. oh and wow. just magnify that by ten. Nope. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Right. Fucking thing sucks. Oh, because God. I'll start at streaming least, at least by ten, and then before we start, we usually have a green room with our guests where we're like, you know, getting them ready for the show, and a lot of the green room becomes Brian. Take some breath. Uh, <laughs> sun's sun's okay. going down, big guy. Uh, <laughs> there was uh, there was one time it was pretty recent, I think, uh, that I, I was late coming, joining into the getting ready, and Ryan had already had the meltdown, and I was yeah. upset that I missed it. Yeah. I was like, man, that things were that, that we're jinxed now. We're it's not yeah, going to be yeah, a good yeah. episode. Yeah. But he actually did have another meltdown. Thankfully, I had another meltdown. <laughs> thankfully, yeah. thankfully, um, he had another one. But no, no meltdowns tonight. No, uh, no, no. But I will say. No, 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 um, since we've been live. Yeah. If yeah. we, if we, if we, uh, tonight, if you hear some coughs, hopefully you can get those out. But, um, <laughs> here's the crazy thing. Um, four weeks ago I was sick mm-hmm. and then, um, after I got over being sick, I've had this cough and, and this is gross. Some people say grody to the max, um, <laughs> where I would be, yeah. uh, no one says that. <laughs> uh, blowing up mucus like every five, 10 minutes. Oof. It was, Oof. it oh, was yeah. horrendous. Thankfully this week it's finally ended and I could get some sleep. Good. Our but our boy that we said, hey, we're going to stick him in a bubble. Yeah, got sick again last again, week. Again, um, I was no. just getting over it, and I think there was a, there was a party Ron and I went to swingers uh, party. Yeah, swingers party, of course. Uh, and we got each other's keys, by the way. Our yeah, yeah, so good. <laughs> yeah, it was our great. Dicks it was, touch, guys. Yeah, it was, it was magical. Oh uh, yeah, magical. yeah. Uh, I, mm, man, now yeah. and then Boston. What happened to you? Uh, I made sure that I tested negative before I came down here, uh, but yeah, oh, I have two. I yes. have two, by the way. Uh, but yes, the the past the past ten days or so, I have had. Uh, well, I, I I only had I only had the bad symptom. I, I finally it took three years, but I finally I finally caught the COVID. Oh, and I do I do I do want to say on the record, uh, thank you, vaccines, because mm. um, I don't want to imagine. 
what you what felt. that would have been like if I wasn't. Yeah, because like, yeah. you were bad for like two or three days. And then, uh, of course, it passed to uh, passed to my mom and Kim, mm. and uh, we, we were able to we were able to keep Dad and Sarah away from it. That oh, was good. Fun. That's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. But uh, also, I, I feel I feel the worst for Kim because right before I right before I came down with it, uh, she had gone to go uh, had found out that she has uh, an ulcer. Oh, in her, yeah. had an ulcer in her uh, large intestine. Spicy. So she had two different types of antibiotics to fight that, mm-hmm. as well as another like uh, a backup one. And we had uh, we had so much yogurt in the fridge because <laughs> it that nu- it, we nuked her entire immune system. Really? Kn- yeah, all of her all of her gut biome was completely, oh, completely yeah. flushed yeah, yeah, out yeah. by the antibiotics. Yeah. yeah. It's, that's why we had all this yogurt, so she could keep like just sucking down probiotics and shit. Yeah, because it was just it was, and so she she's been she's been uh, almost laid out for down. Luckily, she you know, she has a really easy, well, relatively easy job. So good, good, good. She's been able to to make most days at work, but it's still just like, uh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I I think the first day of my sickness, I went into work, and I have an easy job too, and I worked for an hour, hour and a half, and then was like, no. No, I, I can't. I simply cannot do this. So I logged off, walked ten steps to my bedroom, and basically slept for the next three days. Wow. Uh, nope. I don't like being sick. I'm like um, Cameron and Ferris Bueller's day off. I'm just laying in the bed, uh, just. You basically get, you get the man flu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which it, that's a real thing, ladies. Just so you know. Our men's rights activists that listen to this podcast will be so mad at you. Mm, Actually, right now they're probably distracted with Andrew Trait taking the chill. And Mike, not how do you do it? You have not got sick during this whole uh, December into I hate January. You, Mike. Isolation from all humanity seems to work. Oh, out. I love, I love that plan. plan. Actually, I don't know. I work at a place where there's a shit ton of people. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't know. Wow. You just have a strong immunity system. I usually get one good sickness throughout the winter. Basically, Mike goes up, okay. and gets COVID, puts on his whole face, and is like, fuck you, COVID, hey, I don't yeah. care. So one, about once a year you get a good sickness? Typically, it'll, I'll get one that'll knock me in the dirt, but uh, not yet. So yeah. I wonder, I wonder if you're thinking has... about that, so thanks. Huh. I, wonder, I wonder if that, there is like a... Uh, in, that, in, that weird, in that weird thing of like where they say that uh, people who... The, the people who expose themselves to more germs regularly just happen to stay healthier because you you're constantly you're you're constantly yeah. working you're building your up system the immunity out. system like yeah, the old like George the, Carlin thing or right, the right. or the <laughs> teachers will live forever then broccoli that would be the theories yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. constantly be exposed there but uh, on that right. salary I guess how, that's true <laughs> is it or, really uh, worth living <laughs> forever on that yeah. salary carny carny uh, carny folk that only eat out of the trash cans like stuff right right yeah um, you know, you that, guys could really go with like a, like a recurring medical segment in this podcast now, I think. So oh, I yeah, think so. yeah. <laughs> I think we could. So I have never tested positive for COVID. There's been times where hmm. I've gotten sick. Like the weird thing is I went 2002, 2021, did not get sick at all. And I started having this theory that maybe I'm unbreakable. <laughs> and I was excited about the prospe- yep. prospects of that. Are you like Ellie from Last of Us? Yeah. Uh, oh, that starts this weekend. Ooh. Oh, that, that starts Ooh. on my birthday, actually. Yeah. And what a good birthday present Here's the me. cool thing about that. And like I said, this is how the podcast works. Um, <laughs> they have said, the, the creator of the show has said, they are not going to go past what the games do. Oh. 
Oh, the first season. Good. The first huh. season is the full game. Is they the learned their lesson game. from Game of Thrones. Um, wow. <laughs> yes, yeah. they. Have. So they said if if he only if they only do two Last of Us, it'll just be the two seasons. Okay. But I know they're definitely working on part three. Oh, right you know now. they're going to. And yeah. Neil Druckerman has said that uh, the upcoming multiplayer game is going to have a story too. Right. Um, so I think they're going to have stuff. I'm just happy the first season is going to be it. Um, the full game, and from what I could tell in the trailers, the DLC as well. Oh, oh, oh. yeah, it looks like that from the. Tra- it does look like it looks like her, her and her friend that are in, girl, that, yeah. um, in yeah. that shopping mall. Yep. Yeah. I still, I still think I'm gonna, I'm gonna say again what we said. In the, what I said in the car. I still think that if they do a, let, a Last of Us multiplayer, it needs to either be like um, it takes two or yeah. or uh, No Way Out or was it? Yeah, no. it takes two would be great. <clears throat> yeah, uh, mm-hmm. something like that or. Uh, do it like left for like a, a horde game like Left for Dead or Back for Blood. Yeah. And then take a page from Overwatch's book and the only way to learn the story is you have to keep playing different missions to hear the interactions with the characters oh, to be like yeah, yeah. Oh, that, oh that's what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> like all hidden in the background. All yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm kinda more. curious to see like I would love for them to do something like uh uh, Left for Dead, but it seems those games die on the vine. Recently. Yeah, they've mm-hmm. they kind of gone the way of Guitar mm-hmm. Hero. Yeah, like I want to play that Texas Chainsaw Massacre oh, God, when it's coming too. out, but I feel like is it going to be worth spending money on? Because is there going to be a fan base, like an yeah. actual user base, there, like three or four months later? Because I bet that Evil Dead game is dead. Now. I think it's totally dead. Just about. I, I, know, I don't think it lasted long at all. Uh, I know they. I know there was only it was only a few months after it came <laughs> live that yeah. uh, they were offering it for free on a yeah. game store. I think it's dependent a lot on having a crew for that experience because what I can tell you from my Overwatch 2 experience recently, it just fucking sucks to try to play with randos. It's just oh, chaos. Yeah, it's yeah, a game yeah. like that that requires strategy. It's a totally you need somebody that you regularly play with. Randos. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of a bummer because Left 4 Dead, did it get a bigger <coughs> user base once it came to... Oh, you don't have an Xbox, so you wouldn't know. Um, sorry, I didn't mean to. That's not That sounded <laughs> shitty. Um, oh, you mean you mean back sorry, for blood, Mike? Yeah, you're, not, the, you're not as cool as us. Apparently, did back for blood. Get um, well. Boston forgot about him earlier. Uh, <laughs> poor Mike. Did, um, is back for blood? I think, I think I'm Mike's favorite right now. Yeah. yeah um, cheers, cheers. Well, back for blood. Yeah, back for blood is on Game Pass, isn't it? Uh, well, it actually was. Day, it was day one Game Pass. That's how I was mm. playing with y'all yeah, that first day. Was day one Game Pass? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, it was day one Game Pass, and it still had a trouble getting. Because again, yeah, it is something you, you got to have. A, you got to have a crew for. You got to have some uh, yeah. friends yeah. together. Because especially, like I personally have, um, I get so so anxious playing multiplayer games where it's just like, like even even if it's a game like uh, back when here even here's the storm when I was mm-hmm. I was playing that religiously. And I knew every map, like the inside of, uh, like the back of my hand. I knew every character inside and out. I knew exactly what I was doing. But every time I would queue up with randos, the first thing that would go through my head is, "You're gonna fuck this up for everybody." Yep. Yeah. Like oh, you're yeah. gonna you're gonna be the weak link on the team, and right. you're gonna fuck yeah. it up for everybody. And I I could just never get over that. Yeah. Now, like you give me a team uh, a team of people that I know, and I have no problem being like, story. "Hey, you know, on your six, check that, you know, yeah, check, yeah, the, yeah. check, yep. your, check your corners." But like when I get with strangers, just like <laughs> yeah. yeah. I used to play zombies no, all the time back in the day, and mm-hmm. it got to the point where I would rather play through by myself and it just let me be, be the one that makes all the mistakes than, than deal with randos. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if I what, didn't have friends playing, I just let me play by myself. Have you played any like the multiplayer online games? I know you do PlayStation, right? The PlayStation family. Yeah, just with the people I typically hang out with. 
typically don't rotate to those types of games. Yeah. Or I just play at a ridiculously late hour. <laughs> and like I said, randos, that, that's tough to come by. So um, Yeah, or if yeah. you get randos, they're going to be like straight garbage. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. So I'm typically not that big in the first-person shooters. I, I do like yeah. the solo experience. Bioshock is one of my favorite games ever. Yeah. So whatever mm-hmm. that'll tell you. Oh, love it. Uh, I'm more for like... um. Solo, solo play mm. like me and scott have been trying to get together to play uh, it takes two for a while but a lot of times when i do my gaming i like the solo aspect that's why if you look at my like games of the year i think my top three were single player adventures yeah i get that yeah and it's not that we haven't had fun playing together we have uh when i was trying it out when a game does click and you get on a team that does get it, it can be exhilarating. It can. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's it can. the heart race going. You're like, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. It's yeah. definitely oh, it's just not very easy to come uh, by. Kim and, I, Kim and I have started playing Apex again and getting into Apex duos. Oh, mm-hmm. oh it's a nice. fucking blast. Like um, back in the day when you didn't have the online experience, uh, me and uh, best friend of the podcast, Aylin, uh, we in her bedroom, she, she made a device that could cut the sync screen into four. Four spots, awesome. and we awesome. would do like a golden eye, and our golden eye was all of us versus one single invisible odd job, <laughs> which had, and it was the stage that had the bathrooms, yeah. and we would always like try to protect the bathroom doors, um, and that was fun. That's awesome. Legendary, you, just legendary. Uh, did any of you ever actually play? Uh, I, th- I can't remember if I mentioned it on the podcast before, but any of you ever actually seen Screen Cheat? No. I don't so, a few years ago, a game came out in that uh, that's called Screen Cheat. Okay. And it's literally like on your even on your screen, it brings up all four players in the match. Okay. Mm. And so you you can see everyone else's screen, but your all your models are invisible. Ooh. Oh. So the only way to find your opponent. Is to screen cheat and look at their look at what they what they're seeing. Oh, to try and determine where they are on the map. Oh, then wow. go uh, attack. Them. That's pretty clever. It was really it was really fun. It was really innovative. I think it was another one that like it was it was a great idea and it kind of I, I feel like I, it flopped pretty quickly. Yeah. Overall, but uh, every now and then I remember I have it and I'll, we'll we'll reinstall it and play sometimes because it's that's it's just it's, it's really it's really fun to have that whole like yeah the only way to play is the is, is that. That way that we always like, hey, man, don't don't look at my screen, man. You look at my screen. <laughs> That's awesome. You're cheating, man. Uh, one that I like that I see this guy on TikTok play a lot is a prop hunter. Yes. Where like two or three people will be any prop in the game, and the others are trying to hunt down the props oh, and kill them. Right. So you could be a bush. Uh, you could be uh, AC, like an air conditioner. You could be anything, and yeah. the guy's like going, "Okay, great, great. That's my favorite prop. That's my favorite prop." Oh, <laughs> then you find your place, and he'll like. He's so into that. I love that. I know who you're talking off, about. He'll lean off a building and put it on the side to make it look perfectly like an air vent. Uh-huh. Oh, and wow. and as those late, the longer you can stay hidden, the more points you gain. Yep. And you see people just running around shooting into anything, <laughs> yeah. and then you'll see him wow. get caught, and then you just see this potted plant. Uh, running across the screen, <laughs> nice. trying to dodge the bullets. Nice. Oh, it's it's fantastic. Um, is it a mod or is it is an actual so, game? So there's. It started off as a mod, as a as a Half Life mod for, with Gmod. Okay. With Gary's mod, and it it grew until there's. I believe there is now an official prop hunt game that is a, a standalone client. Uh, as well as a lot of different knockoffs. Yeah. Um, one that I was actually looking at recently is one that's kind of it's 
it's set in kind of a car- more cartoony setting. And so, uh, yeah, there's, there's a lot of uh, games like that. There's even one now that's, uh, I think it's Prop Night or something, where it's, it's Left 4 Dead style asymmetrical multiplayer. But the, uh, the 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 kids or the the survivors can do the can have, can have do like, the prop change can do the prop change, like they can't they can't stay they can't do like the decoys mm-hmm. like most those of them yeah but they can like try and like run over and sneak and like you know well I'm a chair huh and then like try and then the yeah. the monsters like looking around and be like hey there's an extra chair here and, <laughs> well that's awesome. Um, well, you know, we do have Mike on here, not only on here because we love him. Which we do. We do. I know we haven't shown it tonight, but we do. No. Uh, I I feel it. I feel it. Okay. But, (laughs) by the way, before we do all that, Mike, I just have a question. Sorry, this is brain works, uh, just like up. Mm. So, we're in your room right now. Mm -hmm. Amazing, by the way. Amazing room. It's still a work in progress. It's still still fantastic. So many awesome toys in here. What is your favorite toy that is Ooh. in this room? A, a single individual one? You can do top three. I don't know. I have to reflect on it. I, I no, will tell one. you. You know, do you least... want to come back after the break? So I'll, I'll consider that and okay. come back. And that's, by the way, we now have a break. Uh-huh. Uh, here's a thing that may surprise a lot of you. We used to go two and a half, maybe three hours of recording without any breaks. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes you, if you didn't hear one of us talking for like a good 10 minutes, that's probably because we were in the bathroom. Um, but we <laughs> are actually going to do a break. So you all, when we take a break, can actually pause the podcast and give yourself a break. Oh. You're not going to find those work conditions here at Iacon Studios. <laughs> yeah, it's a part of the contract here. We get breaks, which is nice. Um, and beforehand... The last two episodes were nice because, like I said, we record straight through. Mm-hmm. Mike would keep coming in and taking drink orders. Oh, yes. He would. Absolutely. And that was he really can't sweet. do that now because he's a so guest. nice. Yeah. Well, yeah. he can. Too nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, but also, so I host with Mike uh, another podcast, the Comics Exchange Podcast, um, which is like this podcast, but cleaner. And, uh, oh, fuck you. More, yeah. <laughs> more focused on comic books. Uh, and Mike... You have started a third podcast now. Oh, you are addicted uh, to podcasts, bro. Oh, One of these episodes is going to be intervention. See somebody about this. Yeah, <laughs> there's a group from Canada called Tessa, the Experiencer Support Association, uh, and they deal with a lot of people that have had UFO sightings, experiences, experiences with the supernatural. I'm intrigued already. Uh, things of this nature, uh, with a lot of uh, investigations huh. coming from uh, their lead investigator Ryan Stacy. They put out an ad wanting uh, people that hosted a podcast, and I got in touch with them. We discussed what we wanted to do. They liked what I had to say. They liked my examples, and we moved forward with it, and I called it Corincia. Always names that I can't pronounce. <laughs> um, I guess I should work on that. Yeah. So the first no, episode, never. how many episodes are out right now? Uh, just one. We debuted one of something that was known as Experiencer's Day. It was a 12-hour conference online with uh, all sorts of hosts and guests and experts people in the field and uh, we debuted that show there on youtube and it's also going to be on spotify and itunes as well it was just a little little test with my first guest cc it was a lot of fun i really liked it um it felt like i was being brought into something larger bigger bigger picture that i was part of right and i really right. i really enjoyed that I, I like the uh the trust they gave me to just throw it out there and go with it as part of their conference so it was, it was a lot of fun i'm looking forward to doing a lot more episodes in the future for sure so the first episode was it based more around like the ufos 
Well, no, uh, Cece Chantal, uh, she had a lot of uh, wide ranges of experiences that she talked about from, from witchcraft to personal experiences with entities to uh, shadow work, which I found very interesting. So she, she really brought a lot to the table. It's a well-rounded conversation. So if you're hmm. interested in any of these kind of things, uh, I would hope you check it out. Uh, Currency, it's Q-U-E-R-E-N-C-I-A. It means, uh, it means um, a habitat you can feel safe in, a place where you draw personal power from, somewhere you can feel safe, uh, things of that nature, a shelter. Oh, that's awesome. I really, that I really awesome. like the nature of that. I will check this out for sure. Now, what is shadow I will definitely play? cue that up. Or shadow work. Is it shadow work or shadow play? Uh, shadow work, basically, it's just something I'm starting to learn about myself. It's basically literally looking at the aspects of yourself that you want to work on that you consider negative and looking at it as a shadow and personally addressing it. Uh, it's, it's, it's a type of therapy in a way, I guess you could say. Um, so I would, I would look it up and, and look at some experts Okay. Now, shadow plays is where you have somebody at the front, the, the front of the theater uh, yeah. acting out what you're like watching. Like a bunny. Not, uh, exact, not exactly. Yeah. But not exactly. Not like exactly. Okay. But like the uh, Rocky Horror, the Rocky Horror Picture shows, where you do the oh, get okay. everybody acting it out up, up in front of the screen. So I could that, actually start doing the bunny thing myself. Sure. And make I'm it sorry. Tonight. I said that shadow cast, not shadow. Mm, wow. <laughs> Never mind. It's okay. Uh, Good times. Shadowy. So, and the interesting thing is you've been on, like, I think the podcast, like, with us, like, uh, two other times talking about toys, mm-hmm. but we also ended up talking about your experiences mm-hmm. uh, with the supernatural. Has it been something that you've always been interested in, or did it start after you had your first experience? Well, for me personally, it didn't start too much later. It's something that I didn't really focus on a lot in life. It didn't cast me in a particular direction. It's something I compartmentalized, I guess, and, and moved past it. But the longer it went in life, it, it's just something I couldn't deny. It, it just didn't go away. And the longer it went, I thought about it more and more and just really started to think about it and read about it. And there's all sorts of people that have had very similar experiences. And uh, it became very interesting at that point as well. Yeah. I saw a UFO as well that uh, many years later, like way, like, you know, 15 years later. Can you tell us that story? Oh, absolutely. It's it's, it's a pretty simple one. I was was driving uh, with some friends late night on a very long stretch of road going towards uh, Atlanta, Georgia. Mm. Right. I think we're going through Chattanooga, if I'm not mistaken, something like that. And we're all talking absentmindedly. No streetlights. I mean, I'm talking straight black picture road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And back behind the, you know, rear view left mirror, you're looking back behind the car. And we saw up in the sky what you've, you've seen now, I'm sure most of us, is a triangle UFO is described as, you know, it's like a black triangle with a very intense, bright circular light at each point of the triangle. Yeah. And it was the middle of the night, so you couldn't really see that it was a triangle, but you could see that it was illuminated enough to kind of make it out. And you could see there weren't any stars in the middle. So you could, you can make out that there is a solid shape between yeah, those. Yeah, yeah. Between and it was like the deep, dark of night, right? So yes. there was like nobody else on the road. No, not at all. And it was, I would say, it, it's hard to say, you know, a mile, a mile and a half away from the car up in the sky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was stationary, wasn't moving, but it was bright enough to stand out. And we're like, what the fuck? And the car slows down. And was like, what the hell is that? And a friend's like, maybe it's a farm light. Somebody's like, oh, maybe it's a, a football thing and in the middle of this speculation in a diagonal football. line. I, I don't know. Football field yeah, that's, the worst, <laughs> that's the worst. Guess. Football, football stadium lights. I think I, I follow. I follow okay. that logic. Yeah. It's just a football. Yeah. You know how footballs have lights and and, uh, and hover in the air. All right. So okay. So everybody's like trying to figure yeah, out what, what it the could hell be. is it? And we're, we're throwing ideas out there, and the car's kind of going slow. And just from a dead stop, it moves in a diagonal line. Whoopow! Uh, who knows how far? I don't know. Another mile. Who knows how to say it? Yeah. And then stops again. Another dead stop. And we're like, what the hell was that? And then it just takes off straight up through the sky faster than you can even see. You can kind of see it go from point A to point B and stop. Yeah. 
and then it shoots up, just gone. Just, just gone from there. Okay. Yeah. Damn. Wow. wow. So. Did that freak you out for the rest of the ride to Atlanta? Yeah, everybody, we, we talked about it a lot. We discussed it. You yeah, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was well before the internet. Once the internet came along, I actually started thinking about it again and looked it up and saw where people were taking photographs of the thing all over the world. Yeah. All the different continents and the same story of the stop and go motion. So, again, what you know, year was just, it? Do you remember? Mid 90s, like, Mid-90s. you know, I'd say 96, 97, yeah, something like I that. Wonder, I wonder how many times it took before the aliens realized, like, oh shit. They can see us during the day. Huh. <laughs> it's always it's always long stretches of road, uh-huh. uh, late at night, low yeah, on a yeah, highway. Yeah. When 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 they have these, and so I'm always like, when did they learn that? Like when did they figure that out to be like, hey, maybe we shouldn't go while the sky while the sky balls out. It is interesting because I think I used to just be a complete <clears throat> non-believer in UFOs <clears throat> and everything. Uh, now I'm starting to think that might be why. Uh, nope was so fascinating to me. Oh, because it also, a lot of it takes place during the day. That's not, another not thing night. I really like about horror when horror is done in the daylight. Yeah, because that makes mm. it a little scarier. Because mm-hmm. usually you think you're safe in the daylight. Um, nope. But I think in the last few years, especially with the government declassifying so much stuff now, mm-hmm. that I'm honestly believing that Roswell probably happened. But I think recently, haven't they uh, released a lot of video? Uh, that has shown like kind of UFO material that's been caught like by battleships and the like. Uh, yeah, there's some footage from uh, some military jets in particular that is particularly noteworthy. That, that's something that they really had to address and get on top of this. That, that particular footage that was released, I don't know, probably about a year ago, yeah. showing the, the footage from the front of the jet and the pilots talking about the movement of the things and how incredibly fast they were going. That, that just was released, and they were like, well, we're yeah. going to have to get on top of this somehow. So. Yeah, and it's crazy because they didn't really deny or anything or really speak on it they said here's the video do with mm-hmm. it what you want yeah well, i've seen some yeah. interviews with some of the jet fighter pilots talking about it like yeah we can't explain what it is. it's it's a ufo in definition now scott you're really into ufos have you oh, ever yeah. had like any kind of ufo experience no i haven't i just i've always been fascinated by it um but i've never personally had anything ufo was i've ever had experiences with like that the paranormal i have Ooh. uh but Ooh. not uh Let's Not hear a paranormal story. Yeah. So I've, I've always been fascinated with, with paranormal, even before anything happened. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I never had anything happen to me at all. And then I, I joined a, a paranormal research group at my company that I work with, oh. Scope. That's came on our podcast. That's been on our podcast. Times. Yeah, yeah. I Ooh. love those people. Uh, the, the reason why I, why oh, okay. I really like this particular group, the, the ladies who run it, are, hey, they're just the best people on the planet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they go in, into it where they, they want to dismiss everything that it possibly could be. Yes, so they, yes. They don't go into like, oh, that whisper had to be a demon. Sure, You know, sure, like they, sure. they yeah, want yeah, to yeah. like make sure they rule out everything before, and that, that's what I really love about it. And that's I think great. the people like that, the people who <clears throat> just go, I saw a demon, oh my goodness, right. are the ones that probably make people more not ever to believe any of the bullshit. Oh, of course. Any of it because of, course. of that. Absolutely. It, yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. it brings a bad name to the whole community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like that. But, uh, so we started doing investigations with local places and then a few few out of states um the the one that we went to that was been my favorite that actually has to have stuff that i cannot even uh, ever explain away was when we went to uh the waverly sanitarium in, in kentucky Ooh. yeah that place is no joke uh so i took one of my one of my best friends with me who is not into <laughs> anything like this at all like he's just a scaredy cat when it comes to this kind of stuff he does not i i couldn't believe this is a gadalia right this is a gadalia let yeah. me tell you how scaredy cat he is yes i took him to see the exorcism of emily rose <laughs> i can't believe you he went freaked out so much oh. during that movie he freaked out at constantine 
Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. guy is a yeah. chicken shit when it comes to this yeah, kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah. I, I couldn't believe he agreed to go. Big go black dude. Oh, oh yeah. Love he's like, he's like six of, two, yeah. like what, three hundred pounds? Yeah, like, yeah. It's a big but old dude. Scaredy cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, kind of like you know, Mr. T would be scared of flying. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Kedalia for anything That's supernatural. Anything supernatural scary. So I'll go. I'll get to it. Long story short. There's no amount of money I could put in a briefcase that that way I could give him that he that way he would go back to Waverly. Wow! Like he was that scared shitless. Uh, so, so Waverly is huge. It's like three, four, four stories. You know, it's a big, huge abandoned hospital uh, where you know tuberculosis patients went and thousands of people died. Uh, so there's a group of about ten of us, and we would split up because you can be two other people throughout the whole place and still be by yourselves. So he had lost uh, one of his earbuds or something. So we, we went off by ourselves to go find to try to find it. I think we were on like with the third floor, which is like considered the kids' floor. Um, so we found a, a little ball laying in the corner. And of course, we're two big kids ourselves, so we just start kicking it back and forth. And uh, so I kicked the ball down the hallway, and it goes into the first room to the left. And with with how to uh, Waverly is, it's just. There's no light. It's all dark. So all you see is just this. All, all the light that you see is from what's outside, from the moonlight shining in. Uh, and so you, I kicked the, the ball into the room. And it probably a, a minute had passed, I don't, maybe even longer. I had recorded on my AVP recorder. And uh, we were just sitting there just waiting for to see what would happen. And then a, a loud demonic, like I don't know how to describe it. It was like a loud demonic scraping howling sound came from the same room I kicked the ball into. And... and hmm. Gedalia, you should, I, if, I, if I could have had a video camera, I would have saved it for the rest of my life. But he, he was like, nope, nope, we're out. Nope, we're gone. Nope, nope, nope. And like, of course, like I'm the typical white guy where my, where, you know, curiosity. You want to go in the room. I want to go. I'm going, I'm going to the damn room. It's happening. I can't not, not know what's in that room. Yeah. Because uh, we didn't see what, we didn't go into the room before I kicked the ball in there. So I have no idea what the room looks like. I have no clue. So uh, I walked to the room and, and Gedalia was more scared to be by himself then to go into the room with me. So he followed me into the room. <laughs> so we go into the room and the, and this ball is just, just sitting in, in a completely empty room. There's it, nothing in this room. Was it a football? It was just, it was like a little soccer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. It was sort yeah, I guess basically it was a soccer okay. ball. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Huh. Nice. Uh, but yeah, so it was just sitting in the middle, in the, in the middle of the room. Uh, and, and when I kicked this into this room, it was, uh, I barely kicked it. And, and a full, like, at least minute had went by. by. There's no way the, the ball was bouncing around for a whole minute into this room. Right, right. You know, for, for this horrific sound to have made. <laughs> yeah. uh, and, like, there's no, there's no, nothing on the, on the walls. It's just completely empty. Wow. So I have no, and I, ha, I even had it on, on, on recording <laughs> for the longest time, but I think I accidentally, you know, recorded over it. Uh, right. I know. Uh, but that's how I knew how much time it went by, because I was, I was timing on the, on the EVP recorder yeah. to when I kicked it to when the sound came. So that's how I know for a fact how much time went by. But, and then later on, we were in another room and we were doing like a ghost box. And we were saying, hey, anything's here, you know, just let us know. And then door slammed shut on us the way we were walking. And this is not, Waverly's not one of those places where they have actors to mess with you. You just, you have your free run with the place and you can go wherever you want. But they don't, they don't fuck with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, it happened again, uh, a door slammed shut on the way we were walking. Ooh. And the third time, uh, we had walked by a room, completely into rooms. We, just, we literally just walked by it, saw it, and looked into it, and slammed shut right on, right on top of us, right on top of us. Nope. Uh, and nice. one of the people, one of the people that were there was it was a 
a girl probably five foot two or whatever. And Gedalia about ran her off, ran her over. Oh, ran her right, right on the middle of the floor. And one of the girls like had her mom with her, and she was like in her mom's arms. And, you know, like yeah. it was it was insane. That's crazy. But, yeah, like yeah, I, uh, we have to go. We have to go to Waverly. Oh, I, I I went twice, and I would still go again. We need to do a BRB AFK investigates. Ooh, I like this. We're I like this. Four of us in this room. Jamie. Yes, we all go to. We just leave Waverly. And, uh, it's it, it's it's a thousand dollars to go overnight. Yeah, do an eight out, but but it's eight hours. You get the whole place yourself. So if you get ten right. people going, that's hundred bucks a piece. Which is good because it's like it's not like the awful multiplayer where you're stuck with somebody else. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's that's exactly right. I would hate my life if that's yeah. what it was. <laughs> yeah, that's a great analogy. Now, Boston, have you ever had any kind of UFO or paranormal experience? Yes. Yo. Oh, okay. Oh, that was a very reluctant. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. I'm all ears. Yeah. Well, you all. Uh, part of it. Part of it also revolves around. Uh, I don't know if, how many times I've told anybody this, but uh, I have an irrational fear of mm. uh, of UFO of aliens. Oh, yeah. Um, really? What's like? What do you mean? The idea that an entity of any way, shape, or form. This also might be able to have an issue with religion. Uh, huh. the, an entity in any way, shape, or form. That can just use a device or uh, use some sort of technology or ability to move me without my ability to consent or fight up into a ship and then do things to me or even just like, uh, you know, give me sleep paralysis and then check Mm -hmm. me out like in the room there. Yeah. Yeah. That's fucking terrifying. That is goddamn terrifying, and I fucking hate it. Uh, so yeah, no, not a not a big fan. Uh, have had a lot, definitely a lot of nightmares about the idea, but the only the only one I've really ever had as far as UFO, like, I've told I've told the stories about the 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 ghost I th- I thought I've heard before, but uh, as far as UFOs go, there was one one time when I was a kid. I was on my grandmother's back porch, or front porch, there's only one, uh, on my grandmother's porch, looking out and up, and there was something, it looked like, honestly, in, in, in my memory, it looked way more like an, uh, almost like a Final Fantasy airship, oh. <laughs> in the way that it was. Oh, oh wow, yeah, in yeah. It shape, because yeah. it, had, it had five lights on it, uh, in, in almost like a proper, like, not airplane pattern, but like again, like a ship pattern, like a, yeah, 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 like it was on the like the like a football, much, much more like a football, like, <laughs> like, a, like, a, like a football, yeah. And I remember it just kind of floating there for a little bit. I was like, well, that's kind of weird. And like, I went to go mention to somebody, and then look back, and it was gone. Oh, so like I didn't get to see it like zip around or anything, but it was definitely like there's something in the sky there. Now there isn't. And with your well fear of UFOs. <laughs> I didn't sleep that night. No, no, no. I didn't, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> like, because you're, did you always have the fear, or was it, or did that propel your fear even further? No, it's no. always. I mean, honestly, I never really thought much about that event no. again until people, whenever people mention the sightings, and it like pops back up. But no, the 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 fear itself is just always, uh, especially because I, I have, I don't know what it's called, but there's something that happens when you're trying to go to sleep. Um, it's along with the idea that the, the, when you're uh, when you're trying to go to sleep or you're trying to like uh, clear your mind and like you hear an explosion that uh, didn't happen yeah, somewhere. Yeah, yeah. And 
uh, I have something similar that happens where like these flashes of light oh. will cross my vision while my eyes are closed. And so that was really what would happen is I would have those flashes of light and I'd like jump up in bed and be like, ah, I'll get you. Yeah. Like, right. like, you ain't taking me. Yeah. Ready right. to wrestle. And, then, and then I finally started learning like what that, what that was and be like, yeah. oh, okay, I'm not, I'm not being abducted. That's not like the flash of them, like uh, men in blacking me and then yeah, taking yeah, me to, yeah. into a room somewhere. It's just, just a, it's a, it's a psychological thing. Cool. And I was able to, to, to get more sleep after that. I like your but, concept about sleep paralyzation and UFOs, because that's kind of kind of interesting, kind of a good explanation of that. Let me ask you this: What is your what is your first exposure to the idea of UFOs and abduction, and the whole the whole concept that it's so deeply rooted in our society now that everyone knows exactly what that is? But what what do you think if you remember as a kid? What was your first like exposure to that kind of stuff? Hmm. Mine probably was the X Files. I want to say X Files uh, on one yeah. level, but yeah, no, there was always. Because I, I know that my my family never really talked about anything like that or discussed it. My dad my dad did have a story of uh, kind of like how your long long stretch of road, middle of the night, uh, radio started going haywire, going nuts, Ooh, oh, and mm. uh, had couldn't have, had no control of the car. Hmm. But he never remembered seeing any like entities. Um, but man, I cannot I. I want to say X Files is one of the first places where I started getting like, you know, like, oh, maybe, yeah, it, it, yeah. It's while it is is dramatized, like these are based on people's uh, uh, yeah. experiences and storytelling, <clears throat> and so like just finding different people who have mentioned like the Greys, which is a is, is a fun is a fun thing to d- dive into of how mm-hmm. how many cultures and mm-hmm. uh, people have seen like the same type of oh really that have no communication with each other mm-hmm. okay. describe it exactly wow. the same. The earliest memory that I know that I heard the word aliens as I was watching TV with my parents and they talked about illegal aliens crossing the border. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, aliens are real. Uh, but for me, the first where the aspect of where I heard everything about like the alien abductions and stuff like that was a 93 film called Fire in the Sky. Oh, okay. Oh, Fire in the Sky, yes. Yeah, uh, which was based off a story uh, in 1975 where a group of five men are driving home after working in the forest, when they see a mysterious light, um, uh, leaves the truck only be and one of the people leaves the truck to be sucked up by the flying saucer. Right, uh, right. And I remember being terrified by that movie. I, I don't know if it holds up, but I think it may have like kind of been lost the time. Yeah. Because I don't hear a lot of people ever bringing up the movie. Uh, I've I have he- I have heard I have heard of it uh, in the same breath with. Uh... Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Yeah. Um, no. I, now, now that you, now that we talk about, it, said out loud, ET. Yeah. ET would have been my first, first experience, yeah, my yeah, first yeah. exposure to the sure. idea of an extraterrestrial uh, coming to the planet and affecting things. So yeah, that would uh, ET would have been my first. I heard the most. Adorable I technically story. probably would have been mine too. I heard the most adorable story about ET. Uh, one time, uh, well, after they had uh, stopped filming the scene, uh, Drew Barrymore was sitting there uh-huh. uh, talking with the alien. And so uh, Steven Spielberg made sure there was always somebody there to puppet the alien when the cameras were rolling oh. for, for her. Oh, that's, oh, that's freaking precious. 
he seems like a really good guy. And now, um, and then she married Tom Green <coughs> uh, with the uh, the kid that that played Short Round that was in Everything Everywhere All at Once. Yeah, he won the Oscar, uh, the Golden Globe, the other night, and he was so excited to see Steven Spielberg in the audience. Oh, yeah, yeah, that guy is like a sweet, sweet man. Yeah. Uh, and he's getting all kinds of work right now. He's going to be on the second season of Loki. Nice. Really? Yeah, Kevin oh, Feige cool. himself called the guy and said, hey, we want you. And the coolest thing I learned after the Golden Globes is the kid that played Chunk in Goonies yeah. is his lawyer. What? Yes, that's his no. entertainment lawyer. You made that up. No. Uh, he brought it. They did a, a round table with... Um, uh, Colin, table. <laughs> Colin Farrell, <laughs> the guy that played <laughs> Elvis, uh, Brandon <laughs> Frazier, and um, he brings that story up that Chunk is his uh, his lawyer, and Colin Farrell loses his mind. <laughs> so what we're going to do right now is, this is going to be crazy, we're going to take a break. Wow. At this break, dun, dun, dun. you're able to go get a drink, use the restroom. It's insanity. If you smoke, grab a smoke. Uh, but we'll be back in a short minute. Beetle Beetle Internet, welcome back to the second half of the BRB AFK podcast. Man, I miss doing that. I'm gonna yeah, return a return intro. Man, that's, yeah. that's wow. weird. I only got to have experience. I just yet. think you got to do it again in like a week or two. Right. Yep. Yep. With uh, with our guest uh, Sarah. Yes, our uh, other editor. Uh, who basically who really helped us get through 2022. Absolutely. So uh, before yes. we went to break in the first half. I challenge Mike to name his three oh, best toys. True. Mike, are you ready? Uh, I'm gonna need more time. <laughs> while he's uh, okay, I'm while he's going over, I'll, I'll do I mean, look at them all. News. There's so many. Oh, you got some bad news <laughs> for me? I, while, while we're on our break, I yeah. have resigned from BRB AFK. I'm now officially uh, with his. Paranormal UFO podcast. Damn it! You That's NWO'd right. me. I did. I did. I, but I you did it nice. Up. You didn't like. Smack yeah. me in the back of the head with yeah, one of these yeah, chairs. Yeah, no, no. I, I, I like to be silverous when I, you know, when I quit my podcast. Uh, one thing, uh, bad news, honestly, serious for a second. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, I hate when it turns out a celebrity is a piece of trash. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I love Rick and Morty. Oh, right. Uh-huh, I uh-huh. love Solar Opposites. I was planning to play High on Life once I finished God of War. Sure, yeah, I remember and talking about it. And now it's uh, yesterday, it's been revealed that Justin Roiland... Has uh, has uh, domestic battery charges against him. Oh, fantastic! That happened. Oh, God that supposedly it. happened wow. back in 2020, Whoa. and it's been he keeps Just, like pushing off like mm-hmm. the trial and stuff like this. But NBC News broke the news. I think uh, Wednesday night. So yeah, it's just one of those things. Can can you separate the art from the artist? It's hard. It is, it is very hard. High on Life is going to be the most hard because that's yeah. really all his writing. I feel bad for the people that depend on him for their money. Yeah. Like the people yeah. that write for Rick and Morty, that write for Solar Opposites, yep. because I wonder what this will do to those shows. Obviously, well, I feel her, like so- her safety, the victim safety, is more paramount than if of course, these shows continue. Of course, yeah. But I kind of wonder what will happen here. Well, I just just from just from what I've, what I've seen on the internet in general, 
Uh, solar opposites, I can see that being a uh, being a problem. The fan base of Rick and Morty probably won't give a shit. Yeah, it, it may make them. Yeah, I, yeah. Um, no, but there are some good Rick and Morty fans. But if you look, there is a lot of toxic fans in that fan base that don't understand that you're not supposed to like Rick. Right, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Like there was one episode, the Pickle Rick episode is brilliant because the last ten minutes is Susan Sarandon talking to Rick, but actually talking to that kind of fan base and just telling them, "Hey, you guys are wrong to be defending or liking Rick or idolizing Rick." Yeah, hmm. yeah. Yeah. But it sucks when um, when this kind of stuff comes up. But it is like one of those things where can you separate the art from the artist? Right. Like there's a lot of people that love David Bowie, but if you look at his past mm. and the underage women that he was with. Mm-hmm. Well, Twitter was around in the 60s, the 70s. I mean, ooh, it would be a different environment. Oh, my oh God. God. Yeah, no yeah, yeah. Joke. yeah. Well, that's, that's even something well, I was talking about someone earlier today of just how much we – how much we just don't we 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 didn't know back in the day because we didn't have social media we didn't have the 24-hour news cycle everything on us all the time yeah um but yeah no i i've of course with david bowie like fucking, that that is that, that's like kind of like, like david bowie and michael jackson it's that level of like man that that is some art that it's like i can yeah no you can what do you, whatever you want to do man whatever you mm. whatever you want to do i'm okay i don't care for me recently it's been warren ellis yeah, like rough. I love yeah. Warren Ellis's stuff. I love his books, but he's just coming out as like a uh, true piece of shit. This is what happens, Mike, when you don't have your three top toys. This is what. Let this be a lesson, Mike. Fine. Yeah. fine. Well, even like, uh, focus. Was the, focus. Well, as far as as far as separating the art from the artist, the one the one thing I've been seeing recently is people talking about like Hogwarts Legacy. And, oh uh, yes. Well, she's yeah. not going to make okay. any money off okay. of it. Everything's it's, it's okay. She's not going to make any money off of it. But like, uh, what was it? The happy turfmas quote that she she uh, put yep. on Twitter. Yeah. And someone was just sharing it, being like, the problem is if you if you keep if you keep buying Harry Potter stuff and you keep showing that you love Harry Potter, like yes, you, she might not be making any money off of it, but you're still saying to everybody. This is more important than your yeah 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 your existence right. or reality. Like yeah. I, I am going to stand behind her and not you. Like and you, it, you are drawing that line. It's weird to me the fans that like her now, not for what she's created, but for who she hates. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, it's the seem like this is what happens. <laughs> no. um, what was it? Uh, Mike, I demand you to pick your toys right now. <laughs> there's a I don't chart want to in my head right now, and there's math going on. I'm this one, this one. Oh, Boston, God. say your last depressing statement. No, no, no. Right. <laughs> it was a, it was, it was a comedian. Uh, I cannot remember the name on top of my head, but uh, he's you probably have seen him on TikTok uh, or the Not Talks, and he was talking about how like he's he has trouble trying to get with like the the woke crew. It's just like, you know, all men are scum. And it's like, hey, now, hold on. Like, that's not fair for me to say. And then this warm hand puts on my shoulder and it's a skinhead behind me. It's like, <laughs> yeah, man, no one's had it harder on this earth than the white man. I'm like, ah, oh, no, I don't want to. Ooh, why are these the only choices? Like, what, why, why, do, why do I have to choose to be like, if, if I if I want to stand up for my, you know, why, why is it either, you know, like, yeah, white supremacist or like, uh, I'm an asshole. It's like, oh, I'll go with you guys because... <laughs> You control most of the media. Right the, now, uh, the last straw for white supremacists for me 
uh, was I was at Mandarin House and I was ready for some crab ragoons. I love a crab ragoon. Sure, sure. Um, and the dude in front of me with Nazi stuff on Wee. took the last of the ragoons. Oh, that <laughs> And under my breath, wow, kind of loud. I muttered, fucking Nazis. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was pissed. Wow. And here's the thing. You think Dude. you're, you're so white you supremacist. You point. hate other races. You're in a Chinese restaurant ran mm. yeah. by Ch- Chinese people. <laughs> right. Probably Mexican people are in the back working. <laughs> sure. And you're eating here. Yeah. <laughs> Shouldn't you only be eating white food? <laughs> yes. Yeah, bangers and mash. It's all you're allowed. Uh, like so, the, like the blandest of the bland. Some of the maddest I've ever. I think I've said this in the podcast before. But some of the maddest I've ever seen Ryan is is in movie theaters, and it's amazing if you've <laughs> never went to a movie theater with Ryan because oh, you're missing man. help. Like God help you, if, or God help them if they have their phone out at Ooh. any capacity in a movie theater because it's all hell breaks loose. I support that. I try to figure yeah. out Burn it down. you were more mad then or at the movie theater experiences. I was mad about the ragoons. Uh, <laughs> the funniest, just to give Mike a little bit more time, the funniest of the theater ever, I went to see one of the Bond movies at Turkey Creek. We were in the yeah. big theater. Was I here for this one? No, it was over at the wall. Oh, damn it. And we were in the front row where they have the nice, like, uh, Things you know, like where you could kick your feet up and everything, yes, the, yes. Uh, the banisters or whatever. Yep. And this one lady directly in front of us had her phone out. It was super bright, and it was like a, I waited through the cre- through the uh, trailer. Yeah, you gotta give them the time to get through the credits, the opening song, and all that. And as soon as it got quiet enough, I screamed out, "Can you turn your phone off? We're trying to enjoy James Bond." Ooh. And she looked back at me, and I went, "Yes, you." <laughs> And she, oh my God. she turned her phone off, and then a few minutes later, she got up in a huff to walk out of the theater, and she tripped and fell. <laughs> and I did the oh. Nelson laugh. Oh. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Oh. And one other one, at Wreck-It Ralph. See, if I go to a kid's movie, I'm okay if kids are talking to the whole oh, movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, Because yeah, yeah, it's a yeah. kid's movie. I expect that at a kid's movie. <clears throat> but this lady in front of me, she had long fake nails, and she was just click clacking away oh, on her God. phone. And I got so mad, I leaned forward and went, "Hey, you're setting a bad example for your children." <laughs> and she looked back at me, and I nodded and went, "Yes, you." <laughs> and she turned the phone off. Nice. Yeah, I just nice. I don't know why. I've seen him throw shit at people before. You're a revolutionary. <laughs> yeah, I did throw. Okay, yes. We were watching the movie The Mist. Oh, is that what and, it was? and it was me and my friend Ryan Waller joined me and we threw popcorn. Oh yeah. my god. Okay, yeah. Now you're a terrorist. Yeah, <laughs> I am a terrorist. That was a long time ago, but I don't I, I don't regret it. But anyway, don't regret okay. It. Oh, Before man. we talk more about stuff that maybe get me uh, thrown into jail or something. I don't know, there's a jail for people who get mean. Uh, do you have your top three toys? Listen. No. Okay. <laughs> no. I can't. I can't. It's too Let's much Let's just name a, a few that you like. Here's what I'm going to yeah. do. I'm okay. going to give you my top three lines. Oh, okay. okay. All right. Okay. Which there are okay. still plenty. Okay. I'm going to go Transformers, the classic 80s style. They're new figures, but they're very much designed after the original Transformers. Did they do the like original the pack? Which is another cool part, guys. Most of his toys in this room are unboxed. They yes. Are. yes. They are. I wish you guys could see what we can see because it's it's amazing. So are the pick one up. is the packaging usually the same as it was back in the eighties? Sometimes they can they can emulate that, but they usually keep it updated. They want to make it you know splashy for the show. His room was basically like the 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 collection in forty year old version. Maybe not as big, 
Um, but it's... that's kind of a nice statement, also kind of mean. Well, um, yeah, but I, but so okay, but but Mike yeah. fucks. I'm, I'm but Mike fucks. <laughs> Mike fucks gets around, guys. Yeah, is what I'm saying. All right. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, so the Transformers. Yeah. Then the nostalgic companion to the Transformers of the '80s. I'm going to go with GI Joe Classified. Ooh. They're just so perfectly nailed. I I never thought the line would ever come back. First of yeah. all, because of what it's based on. Yeah. But they are just perfect. It's like you could not ask for more. They nice. just nailed it. Nice. The one with the Eagle here is fantastic. Uh, you know what? I he was in the running for me of one of my favorite picks. Spirit Iron Knife is there an American go. tracker. Yeah, GI Joe's a weird idea. It's like an, an American military group, but really, if you look at it, they're super diverse. People all over the yeah, world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're fighting an American terrorist group. It I, strangely, uh, you could really pull that off today if you want. Back wanted, in but... the eighties, when you could, <laughs> back in the eighties, where you could send off for GI Joe figures like um. William the Fridge Perry, who came with a, right. a football, a football mace. Of course, um, there was Sergeant Slaughter, and at the same time we had the Sergeant Slaughter GI Joes, in the in the wrestling shows, Sergeant Slaughter turned us back on America and joined mm. Iraq. Mm-hmm. Um, and me and my brothers were not having that, so we took our GI Joe Sergeant Slaughter figures and burned them in the wow, streets in uh, protest yes oh. we were we were furious oh my um, goodness. but so the GI now the thing with the GI Joes because I actually wanted a few of these figures they're harder to find because a lot of them are exclusive to Target right and Target sucks there are exclusive what they'll typically do is they'll take the more popular ones and wait it out six months eight months something like that and then re-release them later the paint job might be slightly different but something okay. like major characters of the line they're not going to just deny people they'll wait a while and re-release it somewhere else yeah 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 and that can be frustrating for people, but I think you, you just have to be a little savvy with the online shopping with figures these days. If there's something that's important to you uh, and you don't want to drive around and get disappointed, you know, try to try yeah. to stay on top of it online. Okay. And your third line. I'm going to go with the NECA Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles based off of the animation. I know the shelves in a little bit of a disarray. That's the one huh. I need to kind of come falling over a couple of them. I'm, but a, they, little, I'm a little embarrassed for you. Yeah. it's uh, that, I'm actually, once it's done, yeah. uh, I am dedicating that shelf to Alien. 100%. Okay. Friend of the show. Oh, that's awesome. Yes, absolutely. Fantastic. That's, uh, I'm going to take pictures and do a whole little gallery and dedicate the whole thing. It's, uh, nice. it's a little bit of disarray. But uh, anyway, they nailed the look perfectly. It's the animated yeah. look, but it's not too silly or cartoony. It walks that line between... You know, cool, fun sci-fi stuff. Still looks a little animated, but not childish. They just they just pull it off. And they do some mm. deep cuts. I saw one that mm-hmm. was like April O'Neil with some mutant alien thing that I've never seen before. And then they do like uh, Mikey as the mummy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do a lot of cool like uh, Very cool. figures. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of that's based off of the original toys uh, from the '80s and '90s, and they're just kind of redoing them now with new technology. That's awesome. Yeah, I love this room. We might have Thanks. to get pictures to put on beer. We don't do a lot on the Facebook page. I think we this had room an episode from page. four months ago pinned as our made episode for a while. Uh, <laughs> Look, I've been busy. We have been. Uh, but uh, maybe we'll do that. But for now, it's time to... I hate that we have to do this every single time. We got to redig back up that time capsule. Because no, we got to stick some more stuff in it. All right. Uh, here comes the cool music uh i don't have my list with me with the stuff that is in but we have done we're jumping around with the years yeah we're like memento we're just jumping all around <laughs> yeah yes. how did this get in my backyard that's some weird time travel hey, to begin with. just deal with <laughs> it bro it's it um, yours man it's and, happening. and it's getting bigger so yeah. you're gonna probably run out a lot of the backyard so whatever you're room. planning to do with the backyard just, just forget it yeah right. Um, we bought this timeshare up. <laughs> so one thing we've discovered is there is a lot of cool stuff uh, 
in the in the aughts. I guess that's what they're called, the aughts. Yeah, um, I know that. So we've done 2001, Allegedly. we've done 2002. Instead of doing 2000, which I think we thought we were going to do, we're going to do 2003. <laughs> um, and might I just say... I had no idea how many damn movies came out in 2003. Yeah. We're going to start games, though. We're going to start games? Okay, okay. Uh, Not as many games as movies. And I think the reason we're going to start games Mm. is games were a little weaker then. Um, Still good games. A lot of hit and miss. A lot of hit or miss. A lot of hit and miss. What, like, uh, Mike, you're the guest here. What was the the first big game that stood out to you for the 2003? I have a feeling I'm not alone here. It's definitely going to be Knights of the Old Republic. Mm-hmm. You were not yeah. alone, sir. Yeah. Not at all. Fun fact: I've never played it. Oh <laughs> God, you're missing mm-hmm. out. What do you, do you think? You think it's too dated from to play now? What do you guys? Well, think? They're, they're doing the remake, mm-hmm. so from, from scratch. From scratch, I would I would recommend holding off. On I that, would too. Okay, yeah. yeah the because, story uh, the story is worth it, but yeah, trying to go back to totally learn that old the old system might be. It's gonna yeah. show us age. You got you got a that's a that's a labor of love. Switch um, yeah. released in 2000 uh, last year. They released the port of the actual game without the. Upgrades and stuff, and that, oh wow, that did look painful. Oh, I'm oh, yeah. sure. Yeah. No, it's, I'm sure. Uh, so, what made like Knights of the Republic like a great game? It took the Star Wars story very seriously. It kind of went in a new direction, back to the past. Um, it felt like it was by fans for fans. Mm-hmm. Um, it was Bioware, so you know it was still you were making choices, which was still kind of new to games at the time. Uh, it's very RPG based, but still accessible for the most part. Uh, it was just an all all around just a plus for for most aspects. And again, oh, yeah. had a lot of had a lot of ways. amazing. There, um, well, I know that I know the ending was kind of set. Um, I know that you could pretty much play the game any way you want. Yeah, to play you could it. Like, play totally good, totally evil, mix between the two. Mm-hmm. Uh, you yeah. didn't necessarily have to be a Jedi. You could play it completely as, um, as a mercenary or a bounty hunter or. Um, I don't think you'd actually be a Mandalorian, but the same idea of like you're yeah. you're all about blasters and ranged weapons and and such. Or you can try and be a fucking Jedi. Why not? Sure. Yeah, go there's for so it. much freedom in that game. Was it like mm. the um, the other games by that company where there was like multiple endings, multiple paths? I guess choices and things, but I think the ending. I thought it was was there just one main ending? Wasn't there? Or two? I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure there's only really the one ending because it was. That was that was the thing that that blew everybody away. Was the, yeah, the, the, the like no matter how many choices you made, you saw the one ending. Well, but it, yeah. it was because well, the, the as a, if I remember correctly, the big thing was the reveal yeah. of you being uh, spoilers for a fucking twenty <laughs> <laughs> year old. Yeah, thing. yeah. Uh, you are the the evil. The evil is it Riven? Darth Riven? Revan. 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 Yeah. The the evil the evil je- uh, Sith that uh, Laura that you've been looking for the entire time. You've been playing as him so the entire time. Really, and so like you are, you know, in the end, how, you know, the character that you build ends up being like the big bad. So mm. that was also a very, uh, uh, it was it was a relatively new trope at the time too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like yeah. what? Oh, I'm the like I, I don't feel like, I don't think there's anything like I don't I don't think yeah. there's anything that big of a like a ending reveal until Bioshock, honestly. Now, did yeah, they, I, would, I would go with that. Did yeah. they follow up with the reveal when they did Knights of the Republic Two? Was that like a direct sequel to Republic One? Mm-hmm. Yes. So you were playing as the Stark Ribbon character. No, you 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 play as a different character in Kodor Two, right? Yes. Okay. Okay, and then the company did Jade Event, Jade Empire, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they did Jade Empire, yeah. and then yeah. we <laughs> was we, that a really bad game? It, I didn't play too much of Jade Empire myself. Okay. Fair it enough. wasn't. It wasn't bad. Like, it wasn't the best, 
Yeah. Uh, Mark Hamill. Mark, Mark Hamill and um, oh fuck, how can I not remember his name right now? I love him. Uh, Richard Horvitz. Uh, yeah. Richard Horvitz and Mark Hamill carried a lot of it. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's great. It's great being like, you know, this is this is ancient Japan, and you're hearing Invader Zim or or <laughs> <laughs> or Mark Hamill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mark. Who Mark thankfully Hamill's didn't laughing. do a did Japanese do accent, right? No, no. Okay, no one, thank God. No one tried to do. They they were very good about not trying to do a any any over the top accents. Okay, thank God. But uh, anyway, back to 2003. Yeah. What was uh What was the game on 2003 that stood out to you? Uh, not the one you're going to put in the capsule, but one that stood out for you. Okay, not the one I'm putting in the capsule. Well, no, I, since, I did not. I did that, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> I had a I had a feeling I had a feeling somebody was going to. Yeah, yeah. So it's I went fine. ahead. And, yeah. Sorry. I had a feeling somebody was going to do Codor, so I, I I picked another one that I think was also uh, is influential. Wise. But one of the ones that actually stood out to me was uh, the original Call of Duty. Oh, oh okay. sure. OG yeah, Call of Duty. Yeah, sure. I don't uh, think I ever played the original. I didn't start until yeah, Modern Warfare, okay. like most people. Yeah. Uh, I think, as I think, at the t- uh, yeah, 2003, I would have been, I would have been 18. So same. Because uh, <laughs> uh, I believe Call of Duty came out around the time that I was, uh, I was still drinking heavily. And, and this was so, when it was just all World War One, too, right? Yeah, it was all uh, still World War One or two. No, I think yeah. two, and. Uh, I was over. At a, I was at a house party, and nice. We we decided we we called it Call of Duty Shots, and apparently I played drinking games backwards. <laughs> so the idea, because my idea was every time you get a kill, yeah. take a shot. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. every time you get killed, like most people would do. Uh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The the the, the well, shot. Sure, I'd be sober for a very long time. Right. The shot <laughs> is. I, 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 the idea was the shots, the reward for getting the kill. Huh. And then theoretically, that would balance it out yeah. by me getting drunker and therefore unable to play as well. Huh. That's well, amazing. I got hammered and I was shit talking. <laughs> like, I was shit talking so loud to be like, "Why can't you kill me? <laughs> I just want That's a awesome. drink." <laughs> um, uh, one that stood out to me: Castlevania: Aria of Sorrow. Nice. Oh, sure. uh, nice. That's kind of when I think the Metroidvania games really started kicking off a lot. Uh, I loved it. Before then, there would be a few, yeah. But but they you, the, uh, the the name Metroidvania really hadn't stuck yet. Do you think so? Like I think uh, Symphony Sim- of the Night. Symphony of the Night was probably was the first a, one, oh, but God, there wasn't a lot of them. No, so it, was, it took a while for that game Symphony of the Night to become so revered that people sort of fused it with Metroid where it became that iconic. So Metroidvania I think probably kind of came out I think the after. DS games really okay. are where it started all right. pushing. All right. All right. Uh, <laughs> but Mario Sorrow great game. I think they released it recently on a package that included a few of the other ones like the mm-hmm. Portrait yep. of Ruin. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's what it's called. Uh, but yeah, just a really class, classic, really good game. Uh, Scott, was what one stuck out to you? Well, obviously KOTOR in it, and a spoiler alert, if Mike does not put that in the time council, <laughs> I definitely will. <laughs> okay. Uh, but probably Beyond Good and Evil. Yep. Uh, oh, was, yeah. It was crazy to know, realize that was 20 years ago. I know. Yeah. I, 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 I'm still waiting for the damn sequel. It's going to be another 20 years. Probably. Because uh, Ubisoft yeah. is really kind of fucked up right now. Yeah. Because <laughs> they revealed that game like... Almost a decade ago. It, oh God, was it ten years? It's ago? been a while. I mean, I know it's well, been. I, mean, a hot no, I feel like I feel like they've been doing some uh, in a, in a very in a vein like 
Uh, Nuke Forever, like yeah. Beyond Good and Evil Two has been coming since Beyond Good and Evil, right? Like right, they knew yeah, immediately yeah. We they needed to do a sequel, sequel, but they just the f- yeah. right. And uh, two days before we recorded this, actually yesterday, Ubisoft announced that for the seventh time, Skull and Bones has been pushed. Yeah, back. That's a surprise. Oh, oh wow! Yeah, now they're saying sometime between now. Yeah, I'll just go play. And go play Sea of Thieves. <laughs> just go play Sea of Thieves. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. it's it's, okay. it's not. They re- or just go play Black Flag. They, <laughs> the same they released some footage of it today, and I watched a little bit of it, yeah. and it was so boring. I think that the uh, reason they keep spitting pick out is they, they're realizing how boring it's going to be. Yeah, uh, you know they they want to keep adding more and more stuff to it because like if this thing that came out originally, yeah, people would not be playing it. They day, also I'm said sure. uh, that they've um, that they've uh, got three other games that they're. Uh, that they haven't announced, so hopefully that doesn't mean Splinter Cell is one of them. Oh, but that yeah, they're yeah. Uh, that they're also canceling. What's another one on that you saw there, Mike? Uh, you know what? For me, Legacy of Kane Defiance. Nice. I almost put that on mine too. That franchise, I still think it flies under the radar too much. Oh, same. Yeah. More Who same has the rights so to that awesome. series? Oh, because they some need conglomerate to do bought up the rights. Yes, the right? ones who uh, that bought Eidos, right? That bought mm-hmm. the Tomb Raider. Mm-hmm. If you're listening, company that we do not know the name of because we don't <laughs> care to know it. Yeah. Um, the reason why is because you don't make any more games. Make a legacy of <laughs> game. game. You will make money. You will have four people right now that would buy it. I yes. know for sure. They Victus. Yes. Yes. Such a good game. Oh, really yeah. Was. I love it. 3D graphics were starting to finally become a little accomplished at that point. So it yep. looked spectacular. Yep. The storyline had a great continuity to it. The voice yep. actors really excellent voice acting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really just all around. Acting. Just Control yeah. was great. Yep. Very creative. Loved it. A plus. Super good. Uh, Boston, what's another one that you saw? Uh, Need for Speed Underground. Oh, oh okay, uh, right. Because uh, that's fun, a surprise. Fun fun fact: when uh, back in the back in the PS2 uh, PS2 era, I I was a big uh, car guy. I really I had a lot of fun, especially with the Need for Speed games. Because yep. you uh, Need for Speed and Gran Turismo, where you could actually do like the modifications. Mm-hmm. Yep. I was I got real big into optimizing everything I could do. Wow, really? you're a gearhead. I was, I was I was a gear I was a digital gearhead. Whoa, nice. And you kind of got that Vin Diesel haircut now. So. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that's exciting. It's uh, all about family. Another one that didn't make my thing, but I saw that I liked, and I guess I'm sticking with DS. I guess I did a lot of DS here. Okay. Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga. Oh, I can yeah. tell you right now, the Mario and Luigi games where they just did the Mario. Luigi, and like they had limited sound effects, but the way they used those sound effects to the game yeah. was amazing. Especially when they start introducing the babies, baby Mario and baby Luigi. And how did hold up? How did the babies have a bigger vocabulary? They just did. Um, I loved it. I love the series. Unfortunately, the company that made those games. Uh, went out of business a couple years ago. Mm. Um, but I really hope uh, Nintendo finds a new company to start those games up. because So we have pa- nobody to blame like we do the Legacy of Kane guys. No, because right like, the Paper Mario games have progressively gotten worse. Um, but the, this series, the Mario and Luigi games, stayed strong, I think, throughout all of them. I love them. Nice. Uh, before we go into the time capsule, what's another one? Uh, another Star Wars game, actually. Okay. Uh, that I spent a shit ton of time playing yeah. in 2003, uh, which was Star Wars Galaxies. Oh. Never played it. I never heard of it. I was so into that game. Uh, I was playing on the Imperial side because you got the cool toys. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. Way, way better toys if you played the Imperial. You, you could, you could okay. you know, create all the... Did you actually have a rig that could run it well? 
Yeah, pretty much. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's probably yeah, why I've never heard of it. Yeah, PC. Yeah, it's PC. Yeah, it was, yeah. And, and also there was because uh, it was it was an MMO. It was. Uh, yeah. And I remember that there was a there was a bunch of issues because like they uh, they optimized they'd optimized something, and so like lower end rigs couldn't couldn't load certain things. Mm. So you would have imperial snipers would set up shop right outside of this PvP uh, oh. on, on PvP servers. Would set up shop right outside of like a a uh, uh, effectively a docking area for the yeah. space stations, for the spaceships. Yeah. And so as people would load in, as rebels would load in, their models loaded in on the server before it loaded on their PC. Oh no! And so oh. you would load, you would you would arrive loading, uh, load in dead. No. Oh. Well, I oh, wouldn't be doing that, dead. but I didn't do bishmings like that. But I would like because uh, you could create like ATATs if, if you did yep. enough, if you did enough points in your PvP stuff. Uh, and those, those, you, you were, they were all, it was, unf- it was yeah. unfair. Uh-huh. Uh, so I would, uh-huh. I would pull up my ATAT, I would par- park it right outside of a, a rebel camp. Just, it would just demolish them left and right. <laughs> they would have you to, are a monster. It would have to be, <laughs> have to be like 10 or 15 of them to come out I, to me. I also <laughs> remember that, that was, that was the weird thing. This was thing before I, your face turn. That yes. was a real, that was a weird thing I did notice. I remember about swag too, was that, um, but a lot of people played Imperial for some reason. <laughs> That's hysterical. I just did because it was so much unfair. <laughs> like not Sith, just Imperial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Right, guys, right. You, you remember the you remember the analogies for right? Back before, back when Star Wars games were good. Uh, well, they're getting better again. Yeah, they are. Um, they are. So, so Mike, I guess we spoiled it earlier. What is going into the into the time capsule? Well, no need to fight the timeline. We're, we're, we're going to go with KOTOR. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Night to the Old Republic. Nice. Respect. Respect. All right. uh, Boston? Uh, I am going to be putting in something, uh, definitely one of those influential games of this year, Manhunt. Ooh. Oh, good call, man. Because it, it was definitely something that... Good uh, call. The it, amount it, of pearls that got... Mm-hmm. Yeah, the amount that, of got pearls held, that got held, that got was, Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also... Uh, I've got a chance to went back and play it a few years back because I got a, uh, I bought it on Steam. Although I had to go find mods to make it work right, because huh. of course I did. Yeah, and um, it still it still holds up. Like does it? It? It, it, it? it still it still plays like old GTA three uh, GTA three. Yeah, but it really is a, uh, it, it really was a testament to how how well it was made. That you it still it was still pretty playable. Yeah, and it shows the stupidity of the people that don't like video games. Because there was nothing in that game that you couldn't see in like a horror film. Oh yeah, for sure. Now it was I, just an escape goat. I will agree that Manhunt Two had some issues because that was released for the Wii, and you got to actually use. You actually had you could use the nunchucks to simulate like the marauding oh, people. Oh my god! Wow, that one. Wow. I can, okay, that one I can understand why people uh, had issues. Okay. Wow. Okay, I'm torn torn <laughs> between two games. Uh. Prince of Persia, Sands of Time. Oh, wow. God. Good choice. Okay. And yeah. The Simpsons Hit and Run. Mm-hmm. Uh, because The Simpsons Hit and Run, I think, was... Because Simpsons games have never been good except for the arcade game. Yeah. Uh, so it was kind of Fair. surprising to get one that played well. It was a Grand Theft Auto uh, clone, but it was like a satire of the Grand Theft Auto games. The problem with Prince of Persia is I'm worried about I'm getting influenced a lot by the, the inferior sequels. Where they decided oh, to yeah. make the Prince Grim dark. Um, I think I'm going to do Prince of Persia because no, looking no, in this I, room, everybody seems to like that a lot better than Hit and Run. I thought you guys were going to put me on my shoulders and carry me out of the room. <laughs> right. Well, it was right. I mean, Hit and Run again. If if 
it was a really, really good GTA clone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it didn't, while it was a really good Simpsons game, it didn't really push, it really yeah. didn't push boundaries as far as gaming yeah. goes. No, I, yeah, Prince of Persia, uh, I just hate the fact that the second and third game were not They're as still good. garbage. They were so not bad. good. Uh, so, uh, Scott, what's well, going in? Uh, not KOTOR, I came to KOTOR twice. Uh, so I guess I'll, <laughs> I'll probably put it in Beyond Good and Evil. Okay. Yeah. Ubisoft is like, wait, what's Beyond Good and Evil? <laughs> um, Ubisoft, you suck. All right. So I, I feel now, bad. I feel like I just came on your show and just took KOTOR away from all of you. So no, I, you're, I, I, no, I, no, no. I was rude. Yeah. No, I, I, was, uh, I had Manhunt from the start. And I'm sorry for not telling you right away, hey, save your actual one for the last <laughs> one. Uh, that's on me. All right. So now we're turning to movies. Uh, where I thought, actually looking it over, there were a, actually a decent amount of games that came out in 2003. Yeah, there was. When I was first was. looking, I didn't think so. But with our discussion, I'm like, okay, there were some good games. But now when it comes to movies, oh man, nope. there was a lot of good movies. I, I think I said this, this earlier before we started recording. But when I was looking through the list to put my list together, yep. I had probably gotten three fourths of the way done, and I was like, "I'm just, I'm, I'm not looking anymore." Like I'd already <laughs> put all my lists. Like, There's just too many. Like there was, I could not believe how many movies came out in 2003. I'm going to off the not my. Uh, I'm going to show Scott what I believe his uh, time capsule movie will be. Yes. Here's <laughs> my list. Okay. All right. Uh, so, Good call. Yeah. Out the uh, so Mike. What is a movie? Not the one you're going to put in the time capsule, uh, but what is a movie that stood out for you in 2003? Uh, let's see here. You know, X2. Okay. Mm. Yeah. That's kind of, that's interesting. I, I know that most people, myself included, really don't think that highly of the X-Men movie franchise, but I'm telling you, X2 is solid. It stands up. Go back and watch it. It's clean. It's simple. You can just watch it as its own standalone movie. The tone is serious throughout it. It takes it seriously. There's some shockingly violent moments in it. Um, it just kind of nails what they're going for. Is it exactly what I okay. would do with X-Men? No, but it's of all the X-Men movies, that's the one you can go back and watch and kind of isolate it, and it's still pretty cool. Of the Brian Singer ones? Yes, which is, you know. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. It's a low praise, but yeah. Right. No, that, you're right. The, I think um, I, it's so weird because I like the the second series of x-men movies that we just got through mm -hmm. i think the problem with those is i hated the fact that they dated them in certain time eras it, it, that's very true i think that i think that ruined a lot of it uh boston what's one on yours mm. i'm gonna go with i'm gonna go ahead and talk about one of the ones that uh the the one that's that started what has been known as the curse of the uh, curse of alan moore mm -hmm. uh league of extraordinary gentlemen ah, okay. okay the okay. last sean connery film Really? Was it? I think he retired after that. What? Oh, I, don't I did not him. know that. <laughs> <laughs> Which I, let me let me be let me uh, let me be completely upfront. I loved that movie. Mm. I just want to be upfront. Okay. I loved that movie. I thought it was amazing and campy and perfect. Uh, it definitely was not. Alan, it was definitely not uh, something that Alan Moore would have written. But damn, if it <laughs> wasn't if it wasn't a ride. Yeah. Uh, like just the, the the whole the whole dynamic of Jekyll and Hyde, uh, Dorian Gray and the uh, and 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 the, the, those reveals, uh, fucking Huck Finn as the what the fuck like just so <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. so so much going on that somehow they made it work <laughs> and just uh one that was on mine is uh, Mystic River. 
Mm. Uh, oh, directed yeah. by Clint Eastwood, Sean Penn, Tim Robbins, Kevin Bacon. Uh, really powerful movie. Um, Kevin O'Neill. Yeah, n- Kevin O'Neill. Thank you. Nothing, nothing that you would really want to watch a lot. Like you're not going to put it in for yeah. a fun night at the movies. Let's watch this again. Um, <laughs> so powerful. <laughs> I've not really dug like Clint Eastwood's directed movies. Mm. Um, I think he's lost some. I mean, obviously, he's getting a little older. You mean, uh, the, you mean the man who yelled at a chair? Yes. Yeah. Uh, but Mystic River is such a solid movie. Uh, Scott? Well, first of all, I'm really impressed that you've called out my, my one of my movies, by the way. Okay. Like, and, and the hundreds of movies of the movies that came out, I'm, I'm impressed yeah, with that. I know you. I guess, I guess you know me pretty well. Yeah. But uh, the one I will first mention is the movie quote that I started off the podcast with, and that's Elf. I just absolutely mm. adore that movie. Yeah. 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 Uh, Wait, Elf was 2003, really? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, 2003 Elf. Yeah. Such a good Holy movie. Holy shit. Yes. My favorite line from the movie, good news everyone, I saw a dog. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah. There's so many favorite lines I yeah, have. Yeah, I can't yeah. even talk about them all. But but yeah, Elf, Elf is Elf was one of those movies where I came watch all the time. Like over and over, <gasps> over and over again. It, 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 doesn't get, it doesn't get old to me. Yeah. <gasps> I think the casting of his father was perfect. Oh, it's absolutely Because you don't see that guy in a lot of like funny movies. No, no. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. His his casting as his father was perfect. Yeah, I think it's one, one one thing that made the movie work so well was yeah. their their relationship with each other. Yeah, brilliant. Oh, I did so not good. look. I did not look deep enough on this list. Oh shit. Huh. Oh no. Mike, what was oh, another no. one for you? Uh, you know, Return of the King. It's hard not to to highlight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. sure, sure. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Anything yeah. that's been said about it's already been said, but it's yeah. fairly iconic. I, I, yeah. Do tell what what is this movie? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, something about some elves and shit. Some about elves, yeah. And yeah, 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 boring. <laughs> some kind of quest, uh, boring yeah. or something. Oh, it's so good. Like, uh, have you seen the extended edition? No, no, okay. I have not. But I have been inspired by Rings of Power to go back now and revisit those, and it is a short-term goal of mine to watch those. It's not going to be a short term because they're like nine hours. That's, yeah, just watching <laughs> yeah. one, right? Short term may not be the right term. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, uh, super, and that's the one I think that ended up winning all the Oscars that year. Because mm. I think at that point they were like, okay, we have to give it to Peter Jackson. I mean, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not so much about the Hobbits. I think it's because he's trying to stretch it to three movies. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Right, Boston, what's I think Boston's still redefining his list well, right now. <laughs> I, I think I'm gonna, I think I'm going to stick with my original plan. Okay. And I'm going to talk about more movies that came out this year that made me go, "Fucking, I guess." Huh. Uh, Last Samurai. Oh. Oh. Uh, okay. Yeah. I've I remember, never seen it. Um. It was. It was the first time. When, when when someone ever explained to me the idea of like the white savior movie, yeah, yeah, it yeah. was the first thing that came back to my mind. I'd be like, oh, that's what that was. Mm-hmm. Oh shit, because it's it's not a bad movie. It really isn't a bad movie overall. There's some really interesting uh, highs and lows. There's some really interesting uh, plot points, especially as the whole idea of uh, samurai trying to adjust to the new this new era of. Uh, firearms and warfare, but just Tom Cruise saving the the Japanese people just kind of had to stop and go. Hold on, hold on. Gwen Stefani. Yes, no, <laughs> an actual Japanese woman. Yes. Let's <laughs> see who's in there, Ryan. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Uh, wait, did Boston did my joke just like? No, that was that was that, that was it. I mean, that was about it. I was okay. like, it just kind of it just it just, it happened. It was that movie happened. Yep. Uh, 
for me, another one. And I don't know why. My first two are going to be super depressing, but when I put something in in the time capsule in a minute, I promise it's not going to okay. be uh, old boy. Ooh. Not the Spike Jones old boy. Uh, it's uh, it's a revenge movie, so it's right oh, up your alley. Oh, well, I'm, I'm just uh, already. I'm not sure what this basically is. Basically, this really uh, oh, no, I was, this, I don't think this guy, that. this uh, young man, married. He's got a kid. Uh, he is walking home one night, and he's uh, he's basically uh, chloroformed. Yeah. And he wakes up in a room, and he's basically in that room for the next 15 years. He has no idea what he's done. Uh, so essentially. Once he's released, the movie becomes him trying to figure out why he was imprisoned yeah. and to get revenge. Oh on shit! Why How he's have I not seen this? And he teams up with uh, with this girl, and uh, that comes into play a little later in the movie. Um, okay, it's dark, it's twisted. The ending, right at my alley. The ending's going to fuck you up. Uh, okay, and also it's and uh, watch it the Japanese version. Don't watch the Spike Jones. Okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, uh, and also, it, isn't it? Uh, uh, it's up there with some of those uh, like assault on. It has has some of the best uh, like action, like brutal action scenes. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it has a. Uh, do, do you know whenever like do you remember in Daredevil? Yeah. Uh, when they did that one long shot of him in the hallway yes. fighting, yes. So cool. yep. that was a nod to Old Boy. Yeah, got it. Old okay. Boy uh, okay. was one of the one of the first ones to do like just that continuous over the shoulder. Yep. A fight scene that just does not break. It does not like break. It. it just keeps going, and you're like, "I'm sold." Oh, uh. just make sure you're in a good place. Okay, when you watch uh-huh. it, it's that, yeah. that's that yeah. twisted. Uh, it's. I watched it uh, at Aylin's house, and yeah, she fell asleep as she's wont to do whenever she's watching anything. Right, um, and I just could not sleep the rest of the night. Yeah, all right, we'll check it out for sure. All right, I, Scott? I, don't, I don't know how I haven't missed it. Uh, my next one will be Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Oh, thank I you. I freaking love oh, God, that movie you. so much. I've never seen it. What is it? Uh, oh, dear God. I'm sorry. Desperado 2. Oh, really? Basically. Yep. Is it yep. Robert Rodriguez? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's, the, it is the end, it's the end of the Mexico trilogy. Oh, yeah, wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I had no idea it was a trilogy. Or the, the Mariachi trilogy, sorry. Okay. Is that, yeah. Isn't that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Mariachi trilogy, I think is yeah. the right word. Right, okay. Right, right. But yeah, he's basically like an assassin, um... Hitman, Hitman-ish, I guess, type thing. Yeah. Uh, but it's just, it's it's like the end of that saga. It's it's just it's just action packed. It sounds great. Uh, it it's, has, uh, if 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 I may, the, no, go ahead. Has, has one of my favorite scenes out of all cinema. Oh, which one? Uh, the 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 stir fried rice. Okay. Or the yeah the stir the stir fried rice scene where he's Johnny Depp. So okay, it's it's all the it's all most of the characters from that survived Desperado. Yeah. Right. Uh. And Johnny Depp plays a CIA agent who is just the most corrupt, beautiful bastard I have ever seen. In <laughs> fact, I have actually stolen that character and some of the shit he does in that movie for some of my D and D campaigns really? when I needed when I needed a, like to, a real good villain. Okay, because like this, uh, there's one scene where he's talking to Antonio Banderas. I think it's uh, I think it's still talking to him, um, and they're watching a bullfight. Yeah. And he's talking about, he's waxing poetic about making sure that he knows what's going on, how he knows to stay a few steps ahead. And then at some point he's just like, but sometimes you just have to rig the game. And he hits a button <laughs> and somebody had put like a, a TENS unit or something in the in the, the belt of the, uh, the picador. 
Oh my uh, the, god. The, the, yeah, the bullfighter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he hits the button, it gives him a shock right as the bull comes forward, and the bull just gores him and, and, oh, and murders him. Oh, wow. It's, okay. Uh, it's brutal. <laughs> and then there's and then the, the scene of uh he's in there, he's like, you know, this this stir fried rice is too good. It's so good, I'm gonna when I'm done with this meal, I'm gonna go in the kitchen and kill the cook. Like, <laughs> and you, the way he says it, you think for a minute, like, he's just being exaggerated. He's exaggerating. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. It's like, okay, that, you know, that's how good you think it is. Yeah. And no, when he, when he gets done with them, he gets done with the conversation and they, the, the, his, his partner leaves. He, like, wipes his mouth off, puts his silverware down, goes back through the kitchen, two shots in the cook's head, leaves out the back. Ooh, <laughs> damn, that's like, a good villain. He is, oh, yeah. it's, okay. jo- yeah, Johnny Depp plays the, one of the best villains, like, uh, next to next to handsome Jack in my heart, as far as okay. the best villains ever. Around. I need to I need to watch this now. You should, yeah, yeah. All right, so Mike. Sorry, I didn't mean to steal that. No, no, no you're fine. Yeah, you yeah. you did way better than I was going to yeah. do. Yeah. So, 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 yeah. no, no one else and says that, it. I have to. And he's not even really yeah. an assassin. I didn't even say yeah. that right. He's more of like just taking out the okay. bad guys. That's so awesome. I don't know why yeah. you said assassin. He's not really. An assassin. No, no, I think he, right, I think he does take some job. Anyone? Yeah, sort of. What's going in the What's going in the capsule? I'm going with Finding Nemo. Yes. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. All uh, right. The, the best Pixar movies are, are just always commendable. They, they always had that heart and soul. Uh, yeah. Finding Nemo, notwithstanding, it, it's serious. It's shocking at the beginning. I was like, oh my god, am I watching this? Uh-huh. Uh, and you just care about the characters. You can tell the voice actors they really cared. The whole thing is just a, a pleasure. Yeah, and uh, near the end, where Dory kind of reveals like how painful life is her with her memory thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was in tears. And I'm actually kind of feeling like, uh, you know, getting over, coming over me right now. Yeah. Absolutely. Perfect movie. Maybe That's one of Pixar's top three movies. Uh, unquestionably. Yeah. So good. Good pick. Thanks. Okay. I have, I have, I have to say this. I have to get this on this record. Okay. There are, I have three honorable mentions before I choose oh. the one that I actually Okay. Movie. All right. Fair. Nice. Because... Uh, some of these are just some of the, some of these movies. Once I started looking back through it again, like they, I didn't realize they all came out this year. Okay, but they were very influential movies for me as just a person. Yeah, uh, Paycheck. Oh, um, good. Yes, which sadly I saw before Memento, so I was like, Oh, when I saw Memento. I was like, Who the fuck's ripping off Paycheck? <laughs> <laughs> um, Amazing. Uh, Bruce Almighty, which good, a, real, yeah. a good, yeah. a good new, uh, a good, one. good take on a on an idea, and Identity. Ooh. Was another one that just really, really good. Yeah. Play, uh, yeah, yeah, I have to agree with you on that one, yes. sir. Yes. <laughs> uh, it was such a great twist. Yeah, uh, yeah, I was not 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 ready for it. Uh, yeah. I mean, unless you'd seen Matchborn Killers. Anyway, <laughs> um, but the one the one that definitely stuck with me for the longest out of these in these movies, Big Fish. Oh, oh Big Fish. Big That's Fish. True. I want yeah. uh, I want to go in the capsule because yeah. that that was just. I have not seen anything like it. I have not seen. Nope. Well, I don't think the back. Uh, Imaginary of Doctor Parnassus came close. Yeah. Where it's just a the film itself is a fairy tale. Like yep. it, it's 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 surreal. It's over the top. It's impossible. And they just keep going with it. They're like yep. unapologetically uh, bombastic, and I love it. And I think it gets better the older you get. Yeah, when you get to that point, yeah, the thing the things it deals with in real life, especially as you as you become closer to the son, yeah, realizing what's going through, and also as you become closer to the dad, being yeah. like, "Man, that's some weird shit's happening in my life." <laughs> like, yep. Fucking. Whew. Yeah. Um. All right. So the movie I'm going to put in, it's a fun movie. Uh, this director and writer right now is uh, doing really well with the show White Lotus. Ooh. <coughs> but it is School of Rock. 
I love yep. School of Rock. Uh, Jack Black. One of the kids has, has turned into, like, after the movie, became a giant star uh, on the Nickelodeon stuff. Uh, but this movie, I love everything about it. I love the original songs. Uh, Good pick. Usually with Jack Black, I can't stand a lot of Jack Black. But I really like this movie. His movies are hit or miss for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like them or I hate them. Yeah, but it's kind of crazy because Mike White went from this. He spent a few years doing like Survivor, The Amazing Race. And then now he's back doing The White Lotus for HBO and just killing it. Uh, but yeah, School of Rock is going right in that time capsule. Excellent. All right. I get it. Scott? Well... Huh. Boss, you'll be happy to know what my uh, what's going into my capsule is uh, one of your uh, honorable mentions. <laughs> I, I, I had a, I had a feeling when I heard you the way uh, you prayed. Right, so. right. <laughs> uh, this is the one Brian guessed out of the hundreds of movies that came out uh, that year, which is Identity. Absolutely. I, first off, I'm a huge John Cusack fan anyway. Yeah. Uh, but also, you know, it's, it's just this is the perfect whodunit movie, uh, and it keeps you guessing. Until, I mean, like you said, the twist at the end it keeps you guessing all the way at the end. Uh, and I just I just absolutely adore the movie. Uh, so that is that's what's going into my time capsule. So good, so uh, good. So now <laughs> we're going to look at TV shows that premiered in two thousand and three. Uh, Mike, do you see any that stood out to you? I do. You know, one that stands out to me is Star Wars: The Clone Wars. Oh. Now we're not talking about the three D animated one. There's one that preceded that. Oh, really? Uh, it's by Gendy Tartakovsky. Um, oh, so it's that's very... doing that new uh, Primal show. Absolutely, ah. okay, absolutely, good call. And yeah, if you think that's cool, go back and watch this. They're all little micro series. The first of them, the first season, I think they're all five, three to five minutes, something like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, hardly any dialogue. Much like Primal, it was a big success. So the second season, they brought it back. They fleshed them out to maybe ten minutes each, and they got some dialogue. But it's fantastic. It's truly inspired. Uh, as you can tell from Primal, he's an inspired artist. And if you like that, one hundred percent. Awesome, the, the, the man. I've I've always I've always followed I followed him. Uh, That's actually what what turned me on to the series in the first place was because uh, I I loved uh, Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. Yes, uh, <laughs> and I loved I just loved his art style and yeah, Primal. Uh, I remember uh, I know that, that that it's been getting big now and they've been doing new episodes <laughs> and such. But I remember when the 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 pilot came out back in 2019. Uh, God damn that shit! Is, uh, just yeah, and again just. No his dialogue. Ability, yeah, his ability to tell an entire story with no fucking dialogue. Incredible. 20, 30 minute Ooh. episodes. Yeah, that, that's insane. Yeah. Oh, good pick, Mike. Uh, Boston? Uh, so one of the ones that stood out to me, uh, although I'm, I'm trying to find, I'm trying to find, is it, I, I, I googled TV shows that started in 2003. Yep. And Battlestar Galactica comes up. Yes, okay. I had the same oh, oh, oh. Dr- uh, uh, trouble, but it actually came out in 2004. Yeah, it says like yeah. October 18, 2004. Maybe the movie, because like, uh, yes. it didn't start as a movie and then go into oh, a TV Oh, that's right. Was like oh, is that what it was? For, it was a made-for-TV movie. Yep. That counts. Because that's yeah. right. It's the first few episodes. It's the first, I guess yeah. that does yeah. count then. Oh, so Battlestar I had to Galactica. Because I was going to put it on my list. I was oh. like, no, wait, it says 2004. Oh. Somebody's <laughs> going to put this in their capsule. But, yeah, oh, well, see, uh, this is what I get for taking KOTOR. Hold on. I have. I'm not. I, I, I there's another one that I I probably going to put in my in, in the capsule if no one else okay, does. All okay, all right. So it still could be yours, uh, Mike. All right, all right, all right. But Battlestar Galactica was definitely one of those series God, that I, I felt, it. Uh, and, and it was one of the ones I got since since I I kind of got on it from the start. Yeah. Uh, so I got to watch a lot of it, and the way that they handled like at some point they got a little too uh, sexy, but yeah, mm-hmm. uh, the way they handled the whole idea, and also the the whole idea that it's like. 
pre-Earth. Like, fucking oh, brilliant. Okay. Mm, yes, yeah, yes. Uh, yeah, th- uh, effectively, Battlestar Galactica does sort of like the Star Wars thing where it's it technically is before us on this planet. Really? Yeah. Uh, and, and so they're like, uh, and in fact, they do kind of, the, I think they do the thing where it's like, we're looking for a habitable planet, uh, one that they have referred to as Earth. <laughs> oh, like, wow. Fucking, yes. No, it's, um, it's a fantastic show. He's now Ooh. doing an uh, Apple TV show that's been on my top list the last few years, uh, uh, For All Mankind. Okay. So one of my shows is another one where I guess, like, separate the artist from the show, uh, <laughs> Chappelle show. Mm, right, right. Um, super good sketch comedy. Yeah. Um, also, Macy, only three seasons. Uh, yeah. But yeah, The Chappelle Show, I love The Chappelle Show. Same. And it became like such a big pop culture moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rick James, bitch. Well, you can't uh, deny the power of that show. No. Yeah, no, no, uh, you it, can't. In fact, uh, he I, tried to so hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's so weird that he uh, distanced himself so much from The Chappelle Show when yeah. Chappelle Show was brilliant. I, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. I, I he at one point told people to boycott his show. Yeah. Well, it was uh, going going back to uh, artists that we had to separate. Uh, mm-hmm. When 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 Iron Man three came out, uh, Warren Ellis, Tony Stark. Well, Warren Ellis. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, got a whole bunch of uh, tweets and emails and stuff, being like, "Hey, man, how much are you making off of off of uh, Iron Man three? Because they're using your extremist arc." Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Y'all, I wrote that knowing going into it. That was all Marvel's property." Like I knew that from the, I knew that from the start. I never owned any of the extremists arc that was all written for Marvel. They own it. Uh, however, this movie Red uh, you should go check out it just came out. Uh, please go, please go, please go support me over there. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, no, uh, yeah, the, he he Chappelle Chappelle realized that it was still like a it's a Comedy Central owned all that. Like yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. That's why I think they even had to, like the, the the loops he had to jump through for that one. Uh, oh shit! Where he did the Negan the Negan thing of yeah, like yeah 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 for Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Or, yeah, he's killing he kills his old uh, personalities. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, which again, d- brilliant concept of yeah, like yeah, yeah. like how how better to like uh, to, to to sell like no no I have moved on please yep. come with right. me right yeah good sketch comedy so. Chappelle shows on my list as well, and it, okay. it was it, it was probably going to be the one that I would I will put in the Tomcast okay, like nobody right. else does okay. uh, because I think it was that brilliant of a show <laughs> okay. that just you'll take you'll take that bullet. All right. I'll take the okay. bullet. I'll take I'll, I'll yeah. take it. Uh, but probably what I'll admit to talk about first is Reno nine one one. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, was that yes. the same year? Yes, yes oh, it was. No. Uh, I, I didn't realize they've been doing that for twenty years. Now. I know it's insane. I could watch that show every single day. It holds up. It, really <laughs> it holds does. up yeah, still. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, it, it made me so happy because I loved the state. Yes, and that was airing, yeah. and the state just never really got the love at the time that it deserved. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad so many people from the state are getting that. From a Reno Nine, right, right, mm-hmm. yeah, but yeah, that's that's that that almost could go in my time capsule as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> back before there was like a stupid amount of television on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would on a weekend put it on Comedy Central. Heck yeah, and just let it play Reno Nine. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Oh, so yep. funny and uh, so good. Uh, Mike. Oh. Ooh, you know this is. I think this one's uh, valid for time capsule, but it's not going to be my choice. But I'm going to mention Arrested Development. Ah, uh, yes. on my list too, man. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Come on. It's, that'll it's, be the next one I was going to talk about. <laughs> when when it got canceled, 
uh, they canceled it, and the show that was going to replace it was American Dad. Mm. I was so furious that I've never seen an episode of American Dad because I was so mad. Oh, wow. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I feel, I feel your pain com- on that. Perfect comedy. Anything. And look Perfect. at how many people have come from that show. Yes, absolutely. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. And definitely ahead of the curve on that clever style of television writing for comedy. I mean, a lot of shows you yeah. can think of have that, but that, that's one of the pioneers of it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Netflix series seasons weren't that great, um, but those first I three never were, seen them. The really? first three I, were amazing. I, I'm going I'm to go back and watch the whole series yeah. again. Because uh, I've never seen the Netflix when ones. The whole storyline with Buster was in the army. <laughs> and he was like, instead hiding from the army. And he would come home going, I'm back from the army, mother. Uh, <laughs> and we and she's unfortunately has passed away now. Yeah. Mm. Uh, such a good. Here's some money. Go see a Star Wars. Uh, <laughs> uh, I love that show. Uh, Boston? Uh, Nip Tuck. Oh, oh okay. That. The beginning of Ryan Murphy television. Yeah. And the beginning, the beginning of things happening on cable TV that made my heart stop. Yep. Of like, oh shit, you can do that now. Mm-hmm. Wow. Like uh, the one of it that always stuck with me was uh, there's this this bigger girl who was going to be like, you know, I want I want to look beautiful, and the guy's just like, whoa, 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 like you, you, like you have severe like depression and like. Oh shit! What's it called? Uh, dysphoria issues about your body. No matter what I do to you, you're not going to be happy with the results. Yeah. So no, I'm not going to try and like make you pretty through plastic surgery because th- that's something that you need to kind of focus on as as a person. Yeah. And at the end of the episode, it cuts cuts back to her like in front of a mirror. And for a brief moment, you think like, okay, maybe she's gonna you know come to terms with it and and move on and, and, and learn to love her. Setting up, pulls out a gun, she shoots mm. herself. Mm. Yeah. I just like that. That was the first time a TV show ever just made me go, huh? huh. Wow. Yeah. Oh shit. That was when uh-huh. FX was like just first starting out. That and the yeah. Shield. Uh, yes. Yeah. Oh, the sh- yeah. When good. When was Shield? Two thousand one or two thousand two. Yeah. I think what's I think it's safely in the vault. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, think, I, think, yeah. I think you put it in the ball. Yeah, I think so. Uh, can't, my, hurt, can't hurt anyone else. <laughs> uh, one that just barely missed it for me, uh, Dead Like Me. Oh, uh, okay. time so show, good. three seasons, uh, about a girl that is a new Grim Reaper. Uh, um, and Hit by a toilet seat. Yeah, it was so good. <laughs> it was basically like a fun version of uh, Six Feet Under. Hmm. Um, <laughs> Super, kind of. super, super funny show. Uh, uh, Mandy Patinkin was in it, wasn't it? Yes, he yep. was. Yep. Anything with Mandy Patinkin is great. Um, like Oscar and Grouchland. Yep. Uh, Scott? Well, basically, uh, all of mine have already been talked about. Okay. Uh, That's so, not what I was uh, thinking. Yeah. I've been practically looking through my phone here just to see if, if you there's anything else I can We'll just go to the time capsule. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. We can go to right. that. Yeah, my, uh, yeah. And I think everything that we talked about by somebody else has talked about yeah. is probably going in this damn time probably capsule. So. <laughs> probably right. so. Probably uh, so. Mike? I'm not so sure about that. I'm going to oh. go with a wild card that's very, very near and dear to my heart for so many reasons. Full Metal Alchemist. Oh, okay. that star. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, was the, the OG I saw, series? I saw 2003. The original one, not Brotherhood, which yeah. I'll admit is superior, but I saw yeah. this form Wait, before. So there was a Full Metal Alchemist before it became the boy and and the iron no, it's, armor? No, no, no. It's the same story. The original series got ahead of the manga. And okay. uh, took a bit of a turn. Once the manga was completed, they went back and redid the series with that proper content. Okay. Yeah. It was. Uh, it was just. A, yeah. They kind of. 
They kind of Game of Thrones did. Yeah. Great oh. point. Great analogy. Yeah. And they went back and fixed it, which they're obviously not going to be able to do with Game of Thrones. Does the so. dog girl meme come from the full alchemist that's going in the... It, it's in, it's both. in both. Yeah. It's, okay. it's, it's, it's so horrifying. Both. They had to keep that for sure. So what did you like about it that's yeah. putting it in the vault? I think overall, it's a combination of just the ultimate quality of it and yeah. just the emotional resonation that the whole thing has. I mean, it'll get you. You'll, you, yeah. will, you will feel all the emotions. They balance it out with a little bit of levity. But when it goes dark, it goes dark. Oh, and God. when it goes dark, by the time it goes really dark, you dearly care about the characters. So when mm. it goes south, the things that happen to them, you just, you feel it. It's, yeah. it's amazing. And the art style so inspired. Um, just one of the all-time classic animes. And I'm, I'm glad to be putting some anime in the vault. Nice. I, I still tear up every time I, th- I even think about uh, Maze in any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. the... Is I, again talking about like you know series that have never like made me feel things I didn't know I was gonna feel the whole scene of them at at his funeral and his daughter just being like mm, well ugh. when when when's daddy coming back when are they letting him out and it's like oh, oh no my god oh, yeah. <laughs> rotten oh, the feels yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and such is the power of animation you which, know which again then uh, as I uh, as, as someone said then makes the fight between uh uh. Uh, Envy and uh, uh, Roy, yes, Mustang, uh, so much better. Where he's just like, again, satisfying, and again, and another one, <laughs> so satisfying. All right, I'm sorry, no, great. Uh, all right, all right. so Boston, what's going well, in? I think, uh, really, I, I also going to go with the wild card here and say, I want to put in the vault. That's so right. Ra- no, just Mythbusters. <laughs> <laughs> Mythbusters. Mythbusters. No, uh, nice. Oh, okay. that's cool. Pick. Okay, All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, as far as as far as like changing, kind of changing the way that people did television sure. at the time. Uh, although I, I've uh, one of my favorite things right now is to watch Adam Savage's YouTube channel uh, talking about some of the shit that they did and like huh. dealing with behind the scenes shit for that show is mm-hmm. is good fun. Yeah, that's a good pick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, although Adam Savage is on my shit list. Oh. Because one Dragon Con he cut in front of me oh. to get on the escalator twice. Oh, oh twice? Yeah. Oh. And That's I, a good that reason to be on my shit list. So you did the research? Yeah. You got the evidence? It is not a myth. He's a line breaker. But then, <laughs> the year that, right. that this uh, big thing became viral that I started, uh, where I collected a lot of pictures of where over the weekend there was a stand-up of... Uh, uh, FedEx, a FedEx person, yeah, and a cardboard setup. And as the weekend went on, people started adding stuff to it. At one point, he disappeared, came back, and people started putting a shrine around him. <laughs> and I did a pictorial when I was leaving DragonCon that went viral, and Adam Savage showed it on his uh, on his uh, YouTube show. Huh. Also, does that make up for the line cutting? No. Okay. <laughs> you're, I, I once you're that. on the shit list, it takes a lot it's to a, get yes. off. You have to buy me something. I understand. Um, I understand. I'm gonna put in. And I was sitting here thinking about it. I was like <clears throat> thinking Chappelle's show and I was thinking Arrested Development. <clears throat> but then I saw something that unfortunately was a little bit before its time. It got cut out after two seasons. Uh, Carnival. Oh, I think its problem was at the time, its way of telling a story, it moved slowly. Right. Um, but I think if at that point people just weren't used to like genre television, did like it that. end with an ending or did it just no. get cut off? Oh, I hate that. Uh, which sucks. Yeah. But um, it's one of those shows way before its time. All right, uh, Scott. 
I really could put any any three of my list on here. Okay, Re- Reno, Chappelle's, or Arrested. I could justify yeah, any yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah, All of them. Uh, right. But I think I'm going to go ahead and, and put Chappelle's show in. It's a good nice. pick. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just a fantastic show. But, yeah, I mean, yeah. It's culturally it relevant. Yeah, it is. Yep. I like good sketch comedy. Same. And it was good sketch comedy. It was maybe the best. Yeah, in my opinion, it made yeah. enough of a cultural impact that it needed to be in there on somebody's list. Yeah, yeah, yeah especially yeah. three seasons. Yep, yeah, that's really, yep. really true. And the third season was basically just stuff that they had recorded uh, that wasn't actually really finished mm. because he left at the end of the second season. Yeah, but everything <laughs> is safely in the time capsule. Now comes the cool uh, sound effects Ooh. of it closing. It's secure. Now, Mike, unfortunately, since you're our editor, you have to dig the hole up because I feel the right. I, right. I commissioned somebody to fill it back up. Yeah. Redig the hole, put the capsule in I'm, there. I'm just too lazy to do it. it back. Yeah. Thank you for your work. We appreciate um, all you do for the show. Now, I think, um, I don't think we uh, need to do recommendations tonight. I think we've okay. recommended a ton of shit. Yep. I yep. think so. Um, I think so. But, Mike, thank you for coming on. You're probably yes. going to be on a lot in the future, I think. Yeah. Hmm, so. I can see it. Yeah. Sorry, you can definitely see yourself. And in February, oh, we're going to have Jamie on. Very nice. Which makes it yes. the final. Of the geeks in here at the Earth. Oh, although I don't think Ratliff has been on BRBFK. I think he was in DLC recently. Okay, okay. So we may need him too <sighs> on here fine. still. No, that counts. Accounts. Yeah, uh, but we're gonna yeah. get uh, the lovely Mrs. Who I'm super excited to for everybody to meet her. It will be fun. Yep. Uh, next episode, uh, our fearless editor uh, Sarah will be on, and then we'll have our February episodes uh, in March, and we're gonna have a great a lot of people. We're hoping to do. More shows here. The only time we want are probably if we have like Michael King or somebody on that. We don't. We can't afford plane tickets to for our guests. We wish we could. No, we would do it if we could. But again, thank you, Mike, so much for giving Absolutely. us a new home and helping Always. us with the editing. Uh, and we hopefully should have the Patreon news. We say this every episode. Uh, we should have it soon. Just give us your money. That's all we want, uh, Boston. Because I'm just going to keep talking. Why don't you end the episode? Well, thank you again, Mike, for coming out and joining us. I do apologize that I missed the memo earlier. <laughs> but uh, we thank you so much for helping us out and uh, showing That's up tonight. It's a nice surprise. Uh, but with that, uh, that said, uh, thank you all, Internet, for joining us for this episode. And we will see you all in the next one. Good evening. We Goodbye. love you. Love see you yeah. so much. Goodbye. All right, go, go. In five, four, three. I steal pets from the popular people and dress the pets up like the popular people. I steal pets from the popular people and hide them in a shed. Fucking thing sucks!